Hello, everybody, and welcome to what is episode 36 of The Ripper, The Teller, and The Gremlin. Come a long way, you know? That 36 mm. episodes. For some bit, reason, that's a bit of a hiatus, <laughs> bit of a bit, bit of time. Just off. a little bit, just it's, a tiny bit. It, it's not been great since, uh, <laughs> since we, we rolled into 2021. No, <laughs> but, no we've um, all been very busy. But... Mm, we're going to hopefully get back on the regular uploads, um, yeah, you know, hopefully. once a week, back mm-hmm. into. Fit it into our busy, busy lives. Busy, busy lives. Yeah, our busy lives. Um, <laughs> Trademark that. <laughs> <laughs> Click it. Done. <laughs> but yeah, we've got uh, you know we've got a recording day planned out, and uh, we're going to try to stick to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So moving straight on, we're going to get into our usual first segment of the news, um, and this week is very thematical for me, and that is a game I've been playing a lot recently, and that is Outriders. So all of my news pieces is about the new game um, by People Can Fly Outriders. So if you don't like Outriders, you're not going to find any of my pieces you today. You might just skip ahead. Go away. Yeah, get, get rid of my news. Um, and then Leave. probably my review. Because <laughs> <laughs> just would ignore me all episode. Yeah, just... just is there any way we can mute um, the Ripper? Like, <laughs> just skip that. But yeah, ho- hopefully you might find some of these interesting. Even if you hate the game, you might, you might actually you know, like these news pieces. So... Starting off, um, Outriders launched um, a week and a bit ago, I believe it was, um, and yeah. it did not launch very, uh, let's say, easily. Smooth? It didn't, yeah, smooth. Smooth is a good way to, to put it. It did not have a smooth launch compared to some of the games that do launch. But then again, I feel like it's more and more common as the years go on. Yeah, for games it seems like it. Yeah. Unless you're like a single player game. Like yeah, it, it and even then sometimes it does. I don't know. I don't know what's going on nowadays. Maybe it's just like they're just it's so technically something. ambitious. It, I think it is that it, it must be because it's there's just always something. So, Outriders has had many issues. Um, it's had lots of bugs. Um, crashing has been just kind of all over the place. I know <laughs> I've had so much crashing. Um, but the kind of predominant issue is the the server issues that were going on. Um. And they kind of plagued uh, day one, and then they went on through kind of the first half of the the launch week, which obviously is very, very, you know, bad when you're a an online only game. Even if you do just want to play single player, you still need to connect to their servers. So people were kind of frustrated with that as well. They were like, "I just want to play on my own. Why can I not get in? You know, I've paid for this game, um, and I can see how that would kind of annoy you, especially playing on your own." Um, but the thing I did kind of want to talk about is. Yes, this is a big thing, um, kind of having these issues. You know, people can't, like, literally physically can't play your game on launch, which is really upsetting. But the thing I wanted to kind of bring up was how the, the, uh, the team, People Can Fly, um, actually dealt with the issues. Now, I've never seen a team this kind of open and, and dedicated to just being completely honest. Mm. It, was, with, it was nice to see. The community. Yeah, like, I, I wasn't even angry at the fact that I couldn't access the game, purely oh, for no. the fact that the, the way There were the, people angry, though. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. There <laughs> were people angry, but I wasn't, purely no. for the fact that the way they dealt with it. If I'd been yeah. kept in the dark, I was told, you know... This is a, you know, whatever. What do you mean? Game. The game's running perfectly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, oh, it seems fun just bad yeah. at the game. Yeah. yeah, like, if they'd been like that, they'd, like, literally not updated anyone online. It'd just been a case of, well, 
what people can fly are going to do. Um, then obviously it would have been extremely frustrating. I would have probably, you know, wanted a refund, but I don't use kind of social media, but I went on their Twitter um, and I would literally just, just sit on that when, when it went down and I would just refresh it every kind of half an hour, hour. And they would just post, even if there was no updates, they would just but post this, and be like, see, I agree with this because I also follow them. Uh, and also I noticed it was like the most regular postings yeah. ever. Like it was like, even like you say, even with no news, they were like, Oh, hi guys. Just to let just, you know. Yeah. Still, just that we're still here. Like, yeah. We're still trying. Yeah. And it was so transparent with um, the community that most developers would have been kind of a bit like, oh, they're going to judge us. They don't think we're capable. But they were literally like, look, we don't actually know what's happened yet. We're looking into it. We're trying our best. And I'm like, that's absolutely fine. Technology is something like completely stupid. It works half the time. Um, and I, these things happen. Um, and then like people were like, can we have a proper post-mortem? So like once everything had been fixed, can we actually have like an in-depth look at what went wrong? And they did that. They were completely transparent with what happened the whole way through. Um, and then they even said, I remember one of the tweets made me laugh because it was, we're about to do the mother of alternate off and on again. <laughs> we're going to shut down the entire server um, network and reboot yeah. it. And I was like, that's, that's kind of funny. Like they know how, how it's got to that point where it's like we're just going to turn it off and on again and hope um but yeah so i I just would like to give a massive shout out to the team especially the social media team for just being so on it and just i think in all honesty it's been a saving grace of that launch um for being such a rough you know ride at the beginning i think their transparency has actually saved it in a way yeah like that well it's definitely although you're always going to have people who are angry it's oh, definitely, definitely eased yeah. that though because at least people can't go oh they're not even telling us what's yeah exactly they could have been one of these developers that are just this corporate you know face <laughs> that just yeah literally here's your oh, game oh here's a game oh well, it yeah. doesn't work well that's not our problem it's well you know refunds no <laughs> no no refunds um so yeah well done people can fly for actually you know being a, a modern developer um and that kind of leads me on to my second piece of news in that the uh the game has actually, you know, even with all of these issues, it's not gone without its success. It's been very successful. Um, yeah, massively. From, from being a new IP to actually, it's already outshone um, Marvel's Avengers, Square Enix. Oh, ever. I mean, <laughs> Bradley, you, that's, that's not a candle. That's not a metric of success. It is, is it? though. Because you think, like, we, you know, we, we always talked about, you know, it's got the name. Marvel's mm. Avengers has the name. And it's a similar model. It's this idea of having a game. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of online, it's very looty, it's very grindy. Um, and it's the same kind of idea of, of mm. the type of game. It's a looter game. Um, and yet they're both owned by Square Enix. And one of them has had massive success compared to kind of where it's got its foot in, in, in yeah. this new IP. You know, people can fly, haven't done anything massive before. Um, and then you just got Marvel's Avengers. And it's already surpassed the kind of max players and the average players. Um, of like of all time on steam and i i find like the average player is definitely as easy to beat but i found that the fact that in a week it already surpassed the max players that's ever been on avengers i found that's, that quite yeah impressive. it's pretty crazy really and it was um surpassed by around uh a hundred thousand as well which wow isn't a small amount it's pretty i mean and this was um a few days ago so this that's probably even more now. This this peak has actually gone over a hundred thousand of what the peak of Avengers. So you know this is talking about when Avengers kind of had some players like hyped around it, and it's already just absolutely dominated it. Um, and I, I this is kind of where I go back to. I, I want more new IPs like this. I want 
kind of games that are willing to do something risky. You know, you, you played it safe with uh, Marvel's Avengers and it flopped. So take the yeah. risks, do something that's a bit out there, bit, you know, kind of um, different and generates this hype and clearly it's going to pay off. But yeah, so well done. Well done again to, to kind of Outriders, whether you love or hate the game, it has been successful. And, you know, even if you do hate a game, I don't think you should ever wish it to be unsuccessful i think that's just yeah yeah it's, it's still a, it's still an industry it's still you know a business at the end of the day it's just sour to just be like oh, i hate outrun it's just it sucks play the division two it's like well it doesn't mean it can't be successful so well done i don't, to I don't think anyone's saying play the division two though there's <laughs> someone there's be, someone i would be not the only person to ever say that yeah <laughs> <laughs> there is someone um and moving on to my last um, piece of news and it's it's more specifically about the issues again and this is one i just wanted to bring up because i wanted to just kind of like get your take on it and it is the um probably the scariest bug that you could possibly get in in this type of game and that is the inventory resets so i don't know if you've been oh, hearing about God, it that's terrifying. this is a looter game as I've, as I've mentioned if you're not familiar with outriders um this is a game where you could put hundreds and hundreds of hours in and get you know these max level legendaries um, that just take forever to grind and people do sit and grind it. But a recent bug that's been going around is an inventory wipe. And to me, that is the worst Scariest possible thing that, that could, could happen. Yeah, yeah. It, in a game that you've spent 200 hours on, hearing that your entire collection of you know, gear could just be gone, just wiped. Yeah. Like that, that, there's nothing else. You, I, you know, it's you would sort continue of, playing I was going to say, it's the sort of thing that would make you just uninstall. Yeah, right. and like... It's scary for, for the team as well, because if that happened to too many people, obviously, then you probably would lose a lot of your players, player base yeah. because people wouldn't want to start again. Um, so there's been loads of images online and I, I just feel every time you just feel for it. I've seen like a few where they've got like one item left and you're like, oh, oh and it's a legendary. You're like, at Imagine. least you've got that. <laughs> at least you keep that one legendary. But again, um, the thing I wanted to say is that people can fly have been so kind of transparent they've been like this is our top priority they've already released a patch that should fix anybody else getting their inventory wiped and now they're trying to resolve the people that did get the wipes which is going to be very hard to do um because if it's gone it's gone you know yeah. if it's if it's not in the backups it probably would have been um, quite yeah. easy if it was in in the backups of the database but if it's not there it's going to be very difficult for those people but they're doing all they can um to try you know and, and get it back to a state where people would get their stuff back or maybe they'll have to start kind of adding in um or, or giving packs and stuff um because that's the other thing that they've they've actually done i don't know if you knew but because of all the issues they've had at launch they actually announced that they're going to give everyone um kind of uh an almost like we're sorry package <laughs> for their game which is going to give you some like resources and it's going to give you like legendaries um which is really cool so it's nice that they're like accepting of of what's happened and they're, they're yeah. willing to, to kind of reward their player base for sticking with them um so if you did play within that time frame of them kind of having their major issues you know congratulations you're going to get some some nice cool items um to go alongside your wiped inventory you'd be fuming if you got some some rubbish though wouldn't you and, yeah. oh no no they're guaranteed legendaries so they're giving you like guaranteed. Oh. Um, so even if like you had garbage, shards. you'll get like some nice like stuff. people who had like no loot, but like it just started but played game. once yeah. and they're they're like, oh yeah, I played during that first. See, week. I'm hoping. See, I'm hoping that I will get it because I played in the first week when there was all these problems. You should then, because of yeah, the problems I stopped. Do. So then they'll be like, no, nah, he didn't play it for long enough. We're not. No, it. yeah, no, you should be fine. It's just if you logged in at any time during that period, it should um, right. 
and it should be in the next patch because their first patch has kind of already hit and it's fixed a lot of the issues um and to be fair server issues haven't been a thing for me um since about like three four days ago i haven't had any issues with the servers oh, crashing nice. has gone down a lot like i've probably crashed about five percent of the time that i used to crash before so it's nowhere near as bad they fixed a lot of the issues already um so yeah my outriders news is done and i will again as i said be talking about outriders in my review so i don't want to get too much into it now yeah so yeah who's next um and just quickly uh, i wanted to touch on before we moved away from that um, so you know you touched on the server issues and, and all of that in your sort of um, news yes. well I saw a post because obviously a lot of this um, server issues have been sort of traced and linked to the fact that Outriders was a, a game one game on Game Pass right yeah, yeah. Uh, and it immediately skyrocketed to a ridiculous like on the Game Pass sort of um, chart like it, pretty much if you had Game Pass I think almost 90% of people were downloading this thing. Mm-hmm. So that was part of the problem of, oh, they didn't expect this influx of players. from. Well, they, well, they should have probably expected it, but they weren't expecting as many as, as appeared. Um, and uh, this caused, you know, as we love, the, the, the console fanboys to come up in arms. <laughs> and I saw a tweet I just had to mention. It made me laugh so much. It was uh, some content creator. I'm not familiar with his stuff, but apparently he's a massive PlayStation fanboy. Right. And he tweeted, he tweeted out, shut down the Game Pass servers. <laughs> and um, everyone was like, you realize like that's just the normal like Xbox servers, right? Like there's not an actual like separate. And he just got memed on and clowned on and just got like, like <laughs> just everyone was like bullying this guy. And they were just like, do you know how idiotic you sound? Just like, it was just meme after meme. It was like the, the guy shut in the down. chair where his head's like tilted. He's like, shut down Game Pass. <laughs> like, it was amazing. It, I must have gone through the thread for like 15 minutes just laughing. Yeah. Um, because, you know, those type of people are just the worst. And like, we should all just be able to play video games and like mm-hmm. video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's my news now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, for a minute, I was like, oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> but it's me. Um, so yeah, so I'll start with my sort of movie news. And um, first thing I wanted to talk about, a couple of weeks sort of old now, but um, we got a trailer for James Gunn's Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. And I think this looks really, really bad. Oh, Really? Yeah, what did you did oh, you guys see it? I liked it. I liked, you liked it. the trailer. Did you? Yeah, I thought I it looked good. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, that was interesting. Why did you think it looks good, Jack? Um, I don't know. I just think it looks so much better. I'm not saying necessarily it's going to be great. I just think it looks a hundred times better than the first one. Um, I, d- I don't know why. I just I love the. I don't know. I love the look of the cast, the chaos, the very the ridiculous. Humor. It's very wacky. Very, that, yeah, very. But it's very Guardians the of the Galaxy. But yes. Like with gore yeah, yeah. And violence. yeah. Yeah. And I thought, um, I don't know obviously a lot about the, like the characters, but I thought the shark was so funny in the trailer. I really, um, I hated yeah. it. Oh, it was so funny. I really disliked it. <laughs> I thought it looked really bad as well. I, yeah, hopefully the CGI is just not finished, but 
I thought it looked quite wonky. Like, I was like, oh, because you know, some of the CGI, like, like Converse yeah, yeah. Godzilla, you're like, wow, that, look, that looks quite real. But sometimes mm. you see CGI and you just think, God, like the whole time your brain's just going, like, can't buy into the fantasy because yeah. your brain's just going, that's not real. And that was what I was getting yeah, yeah. every time he popped up on screen. But hopefully <laughs> it's just because it's not finished, you know? Um, and I don't know, I, I like say, I actually really like the cast. I think the cast's brilliant, really good. But even yeah. though I really like all those actors, they had a lot of like one-liners in the trailer. And mm-hmm. my God, the delivery was awful. <laughs> you could tell these actors just like felt really uncomfortable. Like Idris Elba, he had a couple like one-liners and it yeah, just yeah. was like flat. And I was like, oh, this is awkward. Like, like I don't know. Whereas like, I think he's sort of been like given a cast. Whereas with Guardians of the Galaxy, he found actors that, that clicked with his material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm slightly worried that these guys, I don't know. It just, it feels a bit all over the place to me. I'm kind of like, I watched the trailer and I was like, maybe the trailer guys have just butchered, butchered it. But in the trailer, it just felt like a movie that didn't know what it was. And I was like, maybe that's an unpopular opinion. I've seen sort of a lot of mixed consensus on, on yeah. the trailer online. Um, but nice to know you you enjoyed the look of it, Jack. Yeah, I, I think it looks good. But obviously, like I say, you know, I could be wrong. It could be an absolute steaming pile of mm. um, utter garbage. But but you know, either I don't I don't know. I just for the initial trailer that I like proper trailer, I was like, yeah, this looks looks fun. Looks. I'm not saying it's going to be a you know one of the movies you're like you know oh that was so in depth and you know deep. I'm just saying I just thought it just looked like crazy fun and I yeah, kind of assumed that was the point. It's, it's more like <clears throat> Deadpool than yeah, um, yeah, yeah, the yeah. original Suicide Squad was, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's also some some good news sort of coming off of that. Um, that James Gunn obviously directed this one, um, but he's actually really good friends with David Ayer. And uh, for those who don't know, David Ayer directed the original Suicide Squad movie. Oh, okay. Which very much like Justice League was a movie that was very cannibalized by the movie studio. Like Jared Leto's Joker, there was like 35 or 40 minutes of footage. And then in the actual yeah. movie, he's in it for like five minutes, if that. Yeah, I was going to say, if that, um, yeah, yeah. Which is why they said, you know, no one got the character, no one liked the character because all his motivation, all his arc, all his <laughs> performance. It's like if you had Heath Ledger's Joker and then they just cut out everything except for like a couple of the scenes. You know, it cool. It would be like it would be awful. Uh, Well, it wouldn't be awful. It'd still be an amazing performance, but you'd be like, this doesn't resonate as well, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. But he tweeted out, um, "Release the Aya cut." So there's been a big movement since we got Snyder cut for us to get an Aya cut of Suicide Squad because it's it's a very similar situation. They filmed all the footage; it's all there. Um, And yeah, James Gunn tweeted it out and was like, "Yeah, like this." So there's kind of been a bit of a, a spark around that and hope for that. And to be honest, I, I would really like to see um, what he wanted to do before the movie movie executives sort of poked their fingers in and put that. Because that movie, again, I think there's parts of that movie I really actually like, you know? Yeah. I don't know if either of you would be interested in seeing that. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always interested since like I uh, the um, Snyder cut thingy. Obviously, I have watched that uh, Justice League, um, but since that, I'm always kind of now interested 
Like, oh, whenever did you, you hear did like you, there's sorry, another did you say cut. you watched Justice League? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, oh. I sat and watched it all in one go. What did I was you like, think? oh, shall I watch it? In, I was like, shall I watch it in parts? And then I literally couldn't stop. I was like, I just need to watch the whole thing. <laughs> what um, did you think? I, I was, um, yeah, so I mean, I, definitely better than the first and the original release. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I did love it. There was parts of it I really liked, but you know, I still wasn't. I think maybe it's just that I'm not as keen on on the um, characters, right? On the characters, yeah. So maybe it's a bit biased. But you agree I, the performances I, are a lot better. Oh yeah, yeah. And, like and the cyborg and, the, and Flash. the story, yeah, and the story and the characters and everything have like so much more to them. And like yeah. I really like. And do, the you, do you agree with my statement? How they all were needed as well. Yeah, yeah. The only thing for me, I just got to say quickly, and I I don't know if you agree or not. I still, for some reason, just find Batman really cringy in those in that film. I think. I really. I like him, but I feel like he just needs to be on his own because I just feel like amongst the rest of them, he kind of feels a bit like, um, like he's watching his dad and like Superman's just like <laughs> going to be there to like help him out of trouble. Like I don't know. Like there's one bit. Um, and it doesn't. I ruin thought anything, he was quite badass with the whole Batmobile I, sequence. I know. You know. The, like... you know Right, so you know the, the bit with, right towards the end with the um, it doesn't spoil anything, but with with the where they're standing doing the superhero stance on top of the um, massive silo thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, standing looking outwards, that they they didn't need to show that little clip of Batman being pulled up by the rest of them because I was like that just makes it look like he couldn't climb up there because the rest <laughs> of them just flew up and Batman's like <laughs> late to the party again. And I feel like there was multiple moments in that film where Batman just turned up late. Like everyone else has but, just got there. And I'm like, he's, I kind, he's, he's kind of meant to be. Yeah, the, the point yeah. is, he's the guy who brings everyone together, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just the yeah. He, he's, he's the, the he's the leader. Yeah. He's the inspiration yeah. as opposed to because he can't keep up guy. with them. I mean, no. he does he does try. Uh, he gives, oh yeah, it gives course, it a yeah. good. Uh, it gives it the college and, and it's try. Much, but... It's much better than his. Yeah, than his version in the other film. Yes, yeah. Where yeah. every time Superman shows up, he's like. <gasps> <gasps> yeah, yeah it, and he's just like uh, just it was, this weird smile in the suit, like yeah, some weirdly awkward smile. I don't want to obviously go into that too much because um, no, obviously uh, uh, but last, I did, but I did like it more as well. Did did you like the Joker scenes? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, so anyway, carry on with your news. <laughs> Uh, I've derailed myself now. <laughs> uh, we were talking about Suicide Squad, a cut, weren't we? Yeah. Um, and just if you wanted to see it. Um, but yeah, so so you said you were interested after... Um, I'm always interested like in whenever there's another cut of something, just because it's always interesting to see what could have been or what it could have, like how it could have released differently. Mm. Um, and I, and yeah. I'm assuming Bradley hasn't devoted the four hours of his life to watch the movie. I have not yet. Have I mean, I've heard... heard? He's been playing Outriders. <laughs> I have been playing Outriders. Um, Are you still playing Outriders? Sort of. Sort I'll of. get into that. But um, yeah, I, I literally, it's also like HBO. I'm like, do I sign up for the trial now? And I'm oh, like, really? what if they release something else? And then I want that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'll yeah. Wait. I mean, Godzilla and Kong as well. I mean, we can't sign up for HBO yet, though, can we? Because it's not in the country. Is it not? No. Yeah, oh. I, had to, I had to get a free membership on Now TV to watch it. And I think Jack watched it on the Sky oh. Store, didn't you? Sky Store, yeah. Yeah, because it's free on Sky Store. Oh, Now TV used to love me, so I might go over there and just be like, yo. Because I, I signed up when it was like a very, very new thing. Yeah. So so they were like, oh, here's like, you know, your free trial for like a year. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I watched all the films that were on there because there was like nothing on there at first. And I was like, I'm bored. And they were like, stay with us. And I was like, nah. <laughs> So now, now they're probably not going to let me back. <laughs> so what is that? Because I mugged them up. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, so I might. I, I I thought it was on HBO, but yeah, I didn't know we could even get that. So I might. I yeah, might which is is pretty mental. But um, I, I'll move on to the second piece of movie news that I had going on, and uh, this is actually again another thing to do with Warner Bros. Um, obviously we just got Kong vs Godzilla, um, which I still haven't watched yet. I kind of need to watch it. I was really excited for it, and I was like, and now I've just got to the point where I'm like, yeah, I'll get to that, you know. Um, and I've heard people say, hey, it's just a big, dumb, fun monster movie where they just, like, punch for a bit and then they're friends. And I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of on board for that. But, like, at the same time, I'm not like, well, I need to see it now, you know? Um, but we got some news sort of surrounding that in that uh, they've been trying to obviously set up this monster verse. And apparently, uh, the new rumour is that um, the monster verse, so Kong and Godzilla, might cross over with uh, the Pacific Rim franchise. Oh, that's cool. In a movie. That's really cool. But I'm also like, aren't the Jaegers like way smaller than Godzilla and Kong? <laughs> yeah. I think <laughs> aren't they going to be like little action toys who are like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to be like, we've built an even bigger Jaeger. You know, like. Or like. Or, or, yeah. And or then, like make Kong smaller. But then if you do that as well, doesn't <laughs> this shrunk. just, doesn't this just become like. Godzilla vs. Kong again, where they're like, this time it's Kong and Godzilla vs. Jaegers. And then they, <laughs> they punch for a bit and then, then they're friends and they have to punch a, a, a different monster. Yeah, probably. You know, but like, again, like, I, I love, I saw a lot of the uh, Kong Godzilla reviews and they were like, I, like, you know, absolutely brutal and stuff. But I just look at them and I think like, but like, surely subjectively you have to go, the idea of this movie is it's a big dumb fun spectacle mm-hmm. like yeah. that's the takeaway that's what you should be thinking about and thinking about the fantastic work of the animators that mm-hmm. have brought this thing to life um i think a lot of the time people like these critics can get too highbrow and it's like yeah but review what you're reviewing like yeah, yeah, don't, don't treat everything like this piece of majestic art just like, make it not- clear you're not reviewing Shutter Island. You're reviewing no. Godzilla. Like I, I don't understand this idea that you can't enjoy like intellectual entertainment, yeah. like highbrow entertainment. Because I love that stuff. I love like, for, like you know, like you said, Shutter Island, a great example. Yeah. And I love movies in that vein. But then I also love, you know, the giant monsters fighting each other. Like, yeah. why not? Like, you just like enjoy multiple Take things. Take it as it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, that's my little mini rant about that over. And I just thought that was quite cool. And I was kind of like, I'm intrigued by the idea of these two franchises sort of. And it makes sense because like, you know, they are both monster franchises and they're both Japanese franchises, I think. (laughs) I want to say, I'm pretty sure because Kaiju in Pacific Rim is, but then Jaeger's German for Hunter. So I don't really know what Pacific Rim is. Um, unless the Germans were just like, ah, oh, you know, uh, Jaeger's a really cool word, so we're going to steal it from from Germany. Um, <laughs> Probably. But yeah, so that's it for my movie news. And I'll move into my last bit of news, which is a bit of gaming news. So this is actually um, some stuff to do with PlayStation, actually. Um, and this is a bit odd. I don't know if any of you have seen this. So PlayStation, there's, there's two things that happen. The first is a, a small, well, it's not small on the impact, but the first thing is they closed the uh, digital stores for the PlayStation Vita, the PlayStation 3, and 
the PSP, I think. Um, so those digital stores are now gone. Um, you can't get games that way. You have to, you'd have to go out and, you know, look for them actively, like a physical copy, which, you know, the prices are going to skyrocket. Um, so I don't know if they're looking at really, because the thing's weird is you'd think maybe, oh, they're closing down these storefronts and then they'll like do a big, like backwards compatible push on like, you know, PlayStation five or whatever. Um, but they've sort of gone like we have no interest in pursuing like backwards compatible, kind of like the complete like opposite stance from like Microsoft. Yeah, which I find kind of weird and really sad because it's mm. like you just do like a HD remaster, you get a small team to work on it, and you push it out, yeah. and then like you'll make money from that. Like it's a low effort project that will make a lot of money because people are like, whoa, I want to play these games again. You know, mm-hmm. like so from a business standpoint, that confuses me. And leading on from that, the second piece is we got news that Sony, you know, we talk about this time, Sony do great exclusives, right? We all talk Mm -hmm. about this. We go on about this. Mm -hmm. But if you look at their exclusives, there's two things they do really well. They do massive blockbuster titles, right? So God of War, Spider-Man, Ghost Mm -hmm. of Tsushima, Last of Us. And then they also do these really niche, really cool, really small, almost indie exclusives, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I, I I can't sort of think of any off the top of my head, but I know they exist, and I know yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a fan base out there. I don't know if any of any titles are popping to your head that you'd consider more of a niche Sony exclusive. Um, Little Big Planet. Yeah, oh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we sort of got news Little that Big Planet. Sony heard <laughs> <laughs> that so monotone. <laughs> so, so we like you got... didn't want to be coming up with because this. I was yeah. like, no, I was like, is this what he's talking about? I didn't want yeah. to be like, yeah, a little bit of planet. And then he's no, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that no, is no, one. Yeah. It. That's not the one. <laughs> <laughs> it was cautious is what it was. But yeah, so, so we got this news that Sony are moving away from indie titles um, and they want to pursue exclusively working on these big blockbuster games. Right. Which, which you know, makes sense um, because that's where all their money's made, right? But at the same time, it's kind of... I kind of feel it's just a bit sad because like, yeah. I feel like they're them chasing these, just, just building blockbusters. They're losing a bit of their sort of identity and a bit of variety within their gaming, you know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are now going to franchises. They love are now dead yeah. essentially. And we sort of got, got some news that a lot of older um, games were getting um getting like reworked on and then with this announcement those remasters those sort of um touch-ups have kind of been canned and a lot of the teams have been reshuffled and the big one that's kind of crazy to me is um i don't know if you saw this but bend um they they they're no longer making days gone too oh really yeah so it, it blew my mind but bend have been folded uh partly well not kind of, they're still bend but they've sort of been pushed into naughty dog and they're working on are you ready for this go on and last of us 2013 remaster wow they're, yeah yeah bradley thank you the exact words i wanted to hear why? out of your mouth why why are you fine yeah. the gameplay's like fine similar to two if anything why are you remastering the last of us part one 
Has it already had a remaster? I thought it had a remaster. It had an as well. enhanced edition. Ah, oh. 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 Jack, Jack oh. It, it's Idiots. different. <laughs> yeah, idiot. We're so <laughs> stupid. How stupid of me? <laughs> like really, <laughs> really. So How mad is this? So, so they're like Days Gone. You know, didn't perform as well as we wanted. Well, though it still did well. Um, Last of Us works. Let's just remaster. Well, it. people have talked about this. Sony, as much as this is stupid, and this has annoyed me, because again. Like the the 2013 version's fine, or like the enhanced version. You play the enhanced version. Like, what? Where is the need for this? But where Sony are clever is they are pushing the Last of Us TV series, right? Mm-hmm. That's their big push at the minute. And they've sort of analysts have talked about this and said, you know, if you look at what happened with The Witcher on Netflix, yeah. So when that series dropped, The Witcher free sales went up by something like 300 percent yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like it sold like almost as much as like the launch year like yeah. just off the back of the tv just show because of the show because yeah. people yeah, yeah. were like oh yeah i'll check this out. oh i'll play this oh, i'll do this what's or, sad is i wonder how much the books was <laughs> sold yeah which uh i bet they didn't do as do you mean well. the rights or no like i bet nobody was really picking up the books because i know he sold yeah. his rights for like hardly anything to see oh yeah red. yeah he hates and then the games, he tried he? to um <laughs> lawsuit them into the ground because yeah he, but it was like but you agreed to that at the time like, yeah no I, I literally just mean like the amount of people that are like i mean i went back and played the game the amount of people that did that with the game but i wonder how I mean, many I went, people were yeah, like I went, I went back and played assassins of kings and then but who went, went back and and was like i'm gonna buy the books I'd like to buy the books, though. Yeah, exactly. But that's what everybody's like. I'm like, I'd like to read the books. And nobody does it. And I mean, the I only thing that puts me off is the fact how detailed the sort of sexual aspect of the books is. I think that's the oh, only really? thing. Right? Yeah, I didn't know it was. It's a bit like softcore at times, you know, oh, from, know from, what, from what I've heard. I haven't read them myself, but he's a bit like descriptive of that sort of, um, which, you know, to be fair, the games have a lot of that. Mm, true. And in Assassins of Kings, I was mortified when Mum came in and the sex scene was unskippable at the start. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the case. It's always the case. <laughs> oh god! Like that's like graphic as well. Like that's like, like I mean, you know, I don't think they didn't. Don't think they did mocap it, but it, it, it could be mocapped. You know, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> what's going on and as, as a young boy who's like you know 14 or whatever at the time who was just like oh mum please buy me this it's an 18 but like i love you forever and she's like yeah i'll buy it for you and then <laughs> and then you know what did you like, make me buy <laughs> <laughs> i promise it's a, it's a fantasy game it's a fantasy game <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so obviously this has led to some sadness, but that, that's the angle they're going for, I think. They've got the series and they want that they want that Witcher money. They want that huge influx of people watching the show and then going like, oh yeah, I'm going to get into that. But <laughs> yeah. the Witcher is available on all platforms, on everything. This mm-hmm. is just PlayStation. And I feel like most diehard PlayStation people would have already played The Last of Us. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing I was thinking. I mean, you know, there's not all that many people out there who have been PlayStation, you know, players for a long time that haven't played the first Last mm. of Us, even if they've not played the second and, one. And the other thing is like, okay, yeah, the argument, maybe they'll buy it again for for remaster and to re-experience it, right? But how many people, because we talk about it, Last of Us 2, despite 
you know yeah controversy uh, controversial um and you know i i still want to play it want to make up my own mind but there is people who will not want to replay one because they're like i know how this ends in two yeah you know so that hurts the replayability of one even further because you've got people who felt alienated by the second game and you're going to lose that custom because instead if everyone was happy with the second game um which you know it's it's storytelling it's gaming it's subjective like you're not going to please everyone but say they had say like a ghost of shima um then you know maybe people would i just think there's so many factors against it whereas the witcher had nothing but positives if that makes any sense yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. and everyone was all everyone was saying was oh the tv show's good but the games are better the books are better mm-hmm. so people were like oh gotta play these these games then or read yeah. these books you know Mm-hmm. Um, and also this is really sad because there's a load of failed slash dead slash old IPs. So, you know, we talked about how Microsoft are big and keen on bringing back all their privately owned IPs. They want this huge empire of all their IPs, big, strong, successful, right? And that's music to the ears for people who are fans, for like people like us who love Fable. Mm-hmm. We can't wait to see what they announce for Fable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But obviously, there's a load of IPs at PlayStation, um, and I've got a list here of some of, <laughs> as he's as he's put, some of PlayStation's dead franchises. So you have Jack and da- da- Daxter. Oh, I used to love them games. So you've much. got Sly Cooper. You've never got Killzone. I've never heard of Sly Cooper. No, I think so. I mean, I've never played it, but I've heard. It. I know of it. Killzone. Killzone. Yeah, you've got. Killzone, I like yeah. Killzone. You've got. Twisted Metal, you've got Socorn, and then you've got Infamous. And oh, no. and, that and, and that's kind of the sadness of that. Because these games weren't profitable, they, they didn't do very well Like in, in the grand scheme of things. These are not likely to be on Sony's list of big blockbuster games. Because if anything, Sony is you know getting rid of the Japan studio, or they shrunk the Japan studio. They're like minimizing their teams and and focusing these teams on working on these huge blockbusters so they're not going to revive jack and daxter they're not going to revive sly cooper which is really sad um and stuff like that yeah which is really sad because i mean you know it's so bizarre to see because a lot of people have said this is playstation kind of it's interesting you look at last generation i would say playstation were ahead of the game and xbox were completely and utterly in their own ass and just were drinking their own Kool-Aid, right? <laughs> Whereas this generation, it seems almost like Sony's like burying their head in the sand. Yeah. It's like, oh, we've got this one thing we're really good at and we're just going to stick to this and do nothing else. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you just feel so like, like people want backwards compatible games. People want all these IPs brought back. People like, like, I don't understand why they look at Xbox's example and be like, nah, bad idea. Like, <laughs> all, yeah, all anyone does is like praise, you know, unless there's some, some rabid fanboys, is go, oh, that's really cool of Microsoft. That's really cool of Xbox. Yeah. Great ideas. Yeah, yeah. Support backwards compatible. Give us 60 frames per second on old games. Like, do all this crazy stuff. Um, and it just endears them. Whereas with Sony, I'm like, what are you doing? Like you have so much goodwill, you make such yeah. good games, but there's the danger of damaging that goodwill by doing stuff like this, 
by just yeah. going, nah, I don't care about anything else. Not, not mm. all those old ones, whatever. Just continue. Make God of War 5. <laughs> make Last of Us 8. Like, just, just another Uncharted. You know, like, <laughs> that's what it's going to become like. And then eventually, how long does it take until people get fed up of Uncharted 24? Mm-hmm. Uncharted so, 24. It will be Text interesting. Last, 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 last. <laughs> <laughs> he's like 80 <laughs> <laughs> oh god so you know what I mean like I just it's just interesting and it'll be interesting to see if Sony changes their tune going forward in the generation yeah but stay tuned to this podcast because we'll be watching it closely I mean I will because I love this stuff you know yeah so uh, that's it for my news topics this week Hmm. Okay, well, moving on. So I'm going to start with uh, a bit of TV news, and it's something we were just talking about, strangely enough, um, The Witcher. So obviously season two, everybody's in high anticipation. Um, and there's a couple of sort of small bits to this. So first and foremost, um, our Lord and Saviour, Henry Cavill, posted um, a picture <laughs> that they are finished. Uh, they've just finished filming uh, season two. He posted, uh, he ha- held up the little... Uh, I don't know what they're called actually, but you know what I mean. The little, the little action thing, you know. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. The little take thing. No, take I know break. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's called. Um, yeah. Oh, you put me on the spot now. No, um, <laughs> you're, you're, this is the type of thing you would know. Yeah, I mean, I something you this. should know. Um, yeah, I'm blanking on it at the minute. Anyway, hang on, hang on. he held up one of those, and uh, in his Witcher armor, and he looked cool as ever. Um, and then he posted uh, saying, "Q that roller, Q, like, yeah, oh, I think it's a Q." Like that. Anyway, um, to say that it's done filming, which is cool. Um, we're really excited to see season two. Um, but this is also just a little bit about what we could see in season two. Um, there has been some film when they were filming. Um, people have spotted what appears to be the wild hunt from uh, Witcher 3. And um, there's some cool photos going around of them in their armor. And uh, strangely enough, just for you guys, obviously, will know that like know the area. Um, it was actually filmed in Devon. Oh, oh wow, that's cool. It was, it was filmed on a, uh, the beach in Devon. Uh, they did the there's a shot of the horses and the wild hunt and all their armor and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's literally obviously just down the road from us. Mm. Well, just down the road, but <laughs> like five it, hours down the road. This yeah. is, like five um, hours away. But <laughs> I, I believe I remember reading this is based on Blood of Elves, which I yeah. think is the first actual Witcher book because right. season one's actually based on a collection of so- short stories right, that okay. serve as the prequel to the first book. Right, which is also why a lot of people and the showrunner admitted why the show, the first season, is so disjointed. Right, because okay. it's basically all these short like stories. Those. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, it, it. I understand a lot of people's complaints that it was kind of complex because it didn't really go. Hey, now this is twenty years later, and hey, now yeah, this it is didn't tell it, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah but but for for so, for people who like us, who are you know big fantasy nerds, big like into this stuff, I think it was quite common sense. Yeah, but for like my girlfriend, for like Deanne, she I had to explain all that to her, right? I had to be like, no, right, because this is, you know, they haven't explained it, but but he's technically this is before this scene in the first episode, and you know, yeah. and I had to almost draw a diagram, and then she was like, oh, so so I get that complaint, um, but but it'll be interesting to see, you know, if they have a more straightforward narrative, like follow, like Lord of the Rings, like following just like the book points, you know, like plodding along. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so um, obviously that's really cool and we're really excited to see season two because season one was awesome. Um, but also just, it's cool. I thought it was a cool little thing that, to hear about uh, it being shot in Devon and also the fact that the Wild Hunt, obviously, um, they're awesome. So that's, uh, and uh, I don't know if you've seen the pictures going around, but the armor looks incredible. Oh, it it's so really... much better than, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought this, it, except for the Nilfgaardian armor, mm-hmm. um, in first season, I thought yeah. all of the set design and costumes were phenomenal. Anyway, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. except for Nilfgaard, kind of looked like, yeah, they they didn't look very good. No. Um, <laughs> but, but this season, you know, uh, there's a there's a lot of, and I heard um, there was some like Skeggy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, is it Skeggy or Skeeg? Skelliger. Oh, uh, so it's Skeggy's from Warhammer, so that's why it was in my brain. <laughs> of course, um, it was. Skeggy. I thought you were just like nicknaming Skelliger. You're no, like, Ske- Skeggy. <laughs> Skeggy is so cute. Um, Skeggy is a, a land in is is a very basically the same thing but within Warhammer. Right. Um, so in my mind, I was trying. I know it. I know it was. It was so similar. So yeah. I was just like that. Just came to me. Uh, Skellige, isn't it? Yeah. Skellige. How can I? How can you play a game for like a hundred hours? Skeggy is so much cuter. <laughs> I mean, it's not if you read the law. Like, yeah, probably there's, not. There's no a lot of Warcraft. Warhammer. They're just like, like, you know, these really unexpected names. They're like, yeah, their children are eaten by swamp monsters every night. <laughs> it's, like, well, it's like just some edge lord wrote it down, you know. Skeggy. Um, but yeah, so obviously stay tuned for more news about that. I don't think it actually has a release date for season two yet, but obviously we're just we'll, all excited. We're, just, we're super excited. It was it was uh, cool to see um, Henry Cavill's smile. Yeah, in all the makeup. And the, yeah, it was a bit like it was a bit surreal. I saw a surreal. lot of people going. Uh, yeah, it makes me uncomfortable to see girls smile. smile. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so uh, moving on to our next piece of news, which again is uh, movie slash game related. Uh, and we talked about this earlier as well, uh, which is Ghost of Tsushima. So it's no secret by now, which was announced a good few weeks back, that they are making a movie um, out of the game. Uh, and I obviously myself, am su- well, do you know what? I'm super Do you think this is possible excited, though, Jack? I, this is what I was kind of about to say. I, I'm, I'm super excited, but I'm also super anxious about it because it's one of them games where... Like, for example, my brother, who has no interest in games like this, he came in and watched me play like several, like several times on different occasions. He popped in just to what well, to talk to me. And obviously, whilst he was, I was playing. And to him, he said, I don't know how you can find this game interesting. I said, why? And he said, because every time I come in, it looks like you're just doing the same thing over <laughs> and over again. And I was like, I think the game is, don't get me wrong. There's a lot going on, but it, you're so immersed in this story that you don't think about the fact you are just kind of doing the same things over and over again. Uh, like, like it doesn't feel repetitive, but I can see why it would to p- other people, which makes me worry about how you can make a, f- because you're not playing it, how they'll be able to make a film, not yeah, feel like I, I that mean, without just, just being... take the story beats, wouldn't they? Yeah. The but it's, I guess it's just like, they're going to have to do well to balance. I mean, the, the key thing for this game, uh, this film, is making sure that the choreography for the sword fighting is like next level. Like, it needs to be so, so amazing yeah. because it's the one thing about the game. It, that it, really, needs, really it needs to be like Last Samurai level. Oh, sword yeah. Fighting. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm, job, I'm, 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 I'm anxious about it, but I'm also very excited about like the potential um Mm. but the reason i also wanted to talk about it was not just because i wanted to gush over the fact they're making a film out of it um it was also because the uh guy who has worked on all previous john wick films has actually been recruited to do the film 
Oh, um, nice. So he's going to be doing, so he's the guy who does the choreography for um, uh, and the, uh, some of the directing for the John Wick movies. He's done all three so far and he's doing four as well. Well, so, it's on the Matrix as well. Yes. So he's going to be doing, and that, that gives me some faith uh, because I think if he makes films like that, he can make this badass like oh uh, yeah yeah i think this could be good for that reason um but the there's, there's a tiny bit of extra news attached to this which is really interesting to me so the guy who um did the voice uh, the voice acting and uh, i believe the mocap for uh Jin from the story is actually going to be taking the role on um, oh, good. of Jin, and he's he's this will be his first acting uh, like actual acting like movie acting um which i mean it's you a know, bit daunting it's a bit daunting but it doesn't mean, necessarily mean it's bad. Look at no, Samuel exactly. Jackson's first it, ever acting role. Exactly. And not just that, but you know, it's not like he doesn't understand the character. You know, he's had all this time to experience <laughs> yeah. the character and, you know, learn the character. And also he is still the voice and also the, um, the mocap. Yeah. So, you and, know, and, and, it, and a lot of the time, you know, these guys, I'm assuming, I mean, I, I don't know this for certain, but I'm sure if you looked into him, a lot of voice got, actors yeah. are stage actors. Yeah. And so like Mark Meir, uh, you know, who Commander Shepherd, he yeah. did loads of stage and Shakespearean stuff. Okay. And and I just oh just for Bradley as well. Can you imagine like going to see a Shakespeare play and just hearing Shepherd. Mark Meir? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Can you imagine I, that? I can't. Hamlet. I actually can't <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> 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 so weird oh yeah I, I would love to go see it go see him in a play um but yeah so i i was looking obviously into and like all this information about this movie being made and i seeing what i could find out um and this is just me geeking out again a little bit yeah. but um i i was looking into it and they were talking about how successful it was as an ip um, and everything like that and they said that this statistic just kind of blew my mind um it said that they sold two more than 2.4 million units in the first three days of launch and i was like wow <laughs> like mm. for a, for a, a, solo, a solo IP, new IP, like, so, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And I was like, I think there's there's I've seen like a lot of stuff about the game since launch about how um which which I thought was really nice as well, Bradley. I don't know if you know this, but this is something I feel like you would really appreciate. So because of the amount of love and support that the game had, um, they have actually uh, people have funded for um the one of the monuments to be rebuilt in Tsushima. Um, oh, wow. so cool. and yeah and one uh some people involved with the making of the game have actually just been made ambassadors for the restoration of the whole island so <laughs> they're going to continue to put money into restoring it um, wow. to its natural beauty so um they took a picture of a destroyed like you know old um shrine and then they've actually uh, put some pictures up of it now finished or, or restored and it's just crazy That's to think awesome. just fans that have done that like that have caused that much <laughs> of love for this game um yeah. but yeah so yeah i'm really excited i'm anxious that this could be a flop but at the same mm. time i really hope not and with with anything to do with john wick on yeah this side, I, I mean I, the one thing i sort of think with this it, which has me a little bit worried it almost goes back to what we were talking about earlier mm. with sony wanting all their games to be blockbuster games yeah and this also makes me go so look, they're doing last of us tv show they're doing a yeah. ghost of tsushima movie is this like the route they're going to try and go? Are they going to try and like mm-hmm. branch 
like turn everything into these huge blockbuster properties that also have TV shows, also have yeah. movies. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, and you know, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Like, I would love a God of War movie. Like, let's do it. Let's just make it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if anything, that's the one IP they've got that would make an amazing like oh, three-hour yeah. movie. Um, high-budget, you know, fantasy epic. I think you could do God of War amazingly well um, with the right people in a, yeah. in a movie. Um, but I, I just sort of worry that they... It'll be interesting to see if they go all in with the sort of movie and entertainment side of things. And I guess only yeah. sort of time will tell. And we'll sort of mm-hmm. see what they what happens. Yeah. But hopefully it's uh, all good stuff. I mean... Yeah, oh, yeah, it. hopefully. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Um, so... Moving on to my last bit of news, and uh, unfortunately for anyone who didn't like Bradley's news, um, uh, <laughs> you're going to probably dislike me too now. Uh, but this goes back to Outriders, um, which we'll also be talking about What's again that? in a minute. But um, this is also to do, this is something that I thought was really funny, actually, and it's only a really short bit of news. But basically, um, I saw this article come up saying Outriders has a very unique way of dealing with players who are cheating. And I was like, oh, I have to read this. I have to know what it is that's different from like the usual. Um, so essentially, people when the game like was, people did it in the demo apparently as well. But people were exploiting the like um, the leveling up system and the world tiers and things like that to basically just farm XP and and just get like basically make their character OP from the very beginning. Um, so they decided that they weren't going to ban players um, from from playing the game if they'd been caught cheating or they were found to be doing these things. But instead they just decided it was, they're going to be their mission to irritate the player and make them regret (laughs) cheating. So what they've done, which I thought was really funny is that they didn't want to shame. They said they didn't want to shame players um, and make like other online players aware that they were cheaters. But what they were doing is anyone who was caught cheating was then their screen was branded with a cheater watermark across the screen. So that anyone, so anyone who had cheated to farm XP or anything like that, or hack or anything like that with, um, you know, any sort of assistance, um, basically would then be stuck playing the game with the word cheater branded across their screen. So it would just get right in the way. And I was like, that is really funny because like to, there's going to be loads of players out there who don't, I will never know what that looks like. But at the same time, for the people who unfortunately did decide to cheat, imagine how irritating that is. Like you're trying to play and in front of your face, you've just got the word cheater reminding you you're a cheater. So you're right. Yeah, cheating. no, but imagine yeah. like every time you play. And I just thought it was really funny because it's like most game developers are like, oh yeah, we don't stand for cheating. You know, we'll try and block them or report them or ban them, you know, give them a temporary ban. And it's like, no, 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 they can play. We're just going to just let them know that we don't approve of them cheating. Basically. Yeah, it's because it's, it's like, and I've said about this in the, in these types of games, there is no PvP. Yeah. There's no reason for for cheating to actually yeah. occur in a way. Yeah, like, and, and you're and only hindering your own experience. Yeah, own experience. And this is the other thing is that they said the reason that they feel it's a good way of doing it with the branding of the word cheater is because they said if you're just you know a solo player playing at home and you're just you know decided you're going to cheat the way through, uh, he said you know it will just be irritating. But if you're a YouTuber you couldn't then post that content because <laughs> everyone would know you're a cheater. He said, because any streamers or anything, it would just come up branding them a cheater. So everyone would know that they don't play the game fair. Yeah, and like they're like, oh, legit, I got all this game. It's like, no, you didn't. Yeah, and then they load up their game and it just yeah. says cheater. Like, it's the most obvious. Like, um, so yeah, I just thought it's a really unique way of dealing with the problem. Hmm. 
Um, and I thought I just, I really liked it. So yeah, um, that's, that's all it was. It's just a really short bit of news, but I thought it was a really funny way of them adapt, uh, taking the approach of uh, don't cheat basically. Yeah. Ooh. So yeah. Um, but anyway, that's my news pieces done and I'm going to go straight onto my tiny, tiny view today. Um, and tiny in quite a literal sense, because the thing <laughs> I'm talking about is to do with small things. Um, so me uh, recently uh, launched game, I think it was the end of March, uh, was uh, It Takes Two, which is Hayes Light's uh, <laughs> new title. And it is, if uh, either of you played A Way Out, I think you did, Bradley. Did you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah, a Way Out is a beautiful game. Um, mm-hmm. It's a masterpiece, I would go as far as saying. Um, and so when I heard Hayes Light were making new, another game, I was like, I'm going to have to get this. And <laughs> I was super excited. And uh, so me and uh, me and Colt played it from start to finish together and it was actually really appropriate as well because it's about a relationship um and it's there's a character and a girl character and um essentially the game is about uh the the it's centered around a divorce basically so um not quite as exciting as a prison break then no no but it's but this is the weird thing it was <laughs> so much more exciting so this is the this is what I want to talk about it for so I just wanted to praise it really because the game, it's uh, centered around a couple. They're getting divorced. Uh, they have a child. And the child basically wishes that they would fix their problems, basically. And when the child makes the wish, you know, typical story, childhood story, the child makes a wish. And the parents both turn into miniature dolls. And they are then stuck in the house um, as miniature dolls. And the there's a book called The Book of Love. And essentially this is a talking book and he just he basically takes you through the story of step by step of how to become friends again basically but you have to because it's a haze like game you have to work together to get through the game you can't obviously it'd be like a way out if you don't work together you just can't proceed it's just not possible um yeah so it's a complete cooperation story and it's again like uh, a way out in the sense that only if you were playing online, only one person has to own it. You get a buddy pass, so you can just uh, send your invite out to another oh, player, cool. and that, that's which, is, such a... which is always nice. Yeah, yeah, saves people buying it twice. Um, but obviously, we played it local, just um, split screen, so uh, it didn't cost anything anyway. Um, but yeah, I just I want to praise it because the game isn't overly long. Um, it, don't get me wrong; it's still a decent length. I would say it's probably about as long as a way out is. Um, so it's, it's yeah. average length. Um, but this game is just incredible. Like when I say it's incredible, the reason I loved it so much was that every single level in the game is centered around a different room in the house. And a lot of co-op games where you have to work together and things like that can feel a bit repetitive. But the reason that what this game does differently, which is really makes it stand out, is that every level is not only a completely different environment, completely different theme, um, at the start of each level, each of you gets a different gadget from the level before, and they're never the same twice. And it's kind of like a, oh, who's going to get what, like, what gadget are we getting this, this level and who's going to get the cooler one? Like, and it's like some levels I was like, oh, how annoying, like Court got the better gadget. And then yeah. like, the next level I was like, oh, I love this. But it's just, it keeps the game fresh from literally start to finish because every level you're like, oh, what a beautiful like design, like, uh, atmosphere design like setting design for this like this room um mm-hmm. and it's like oh i wonder what we're gonna get and it's like they're all cleverly themed around parts of a relationship as well so like um, one of them you're inside a snow globe um and it's about attracting magnets 
magnets. So you both get a magnet and you get the um, one that's a red magnet and one that's a blue magnet. And it's basically push and pull. So you have to use the magnets to push and pull each other around, <laughs> but you can actually latch onto each other like to get across things and stuff. So it's like, even that was really cool. And then you can use the, um, the magnets to surfboard on like down mount like down mountains and stuff and it's just like it's really cool but like one that i know chris chris this is definitely a bit of you so one of the levels is set like um like a dungeon crawler game where it's like a bird's eye view uh, like <laughs> sky down top down and it's um like uh it's wizards and basically like wizards and knights so the woman gets um a knight's armor with a flaming sword and the guy gets to be a, a, a mage and he gets ice magic and i was like and yeah it was just great like every just really creative and you didn't yeah. really sort of know what was coming yeah and like that was what was the beauty of it is like every level was just like a uh exciting surprise and even if you there was like don't get me wrong there was a level in the game that we both hated like we loved every level apart from one um and it was just <laughs> because we just found that the things that you got were a bit boring and the setting was a bit like a bit boring it basically it was a garden um and you get gardening equipment and i was oh, like God. oh god sounds awful rubble. yeah Ruined it was it. like we're like we're, you were selling me now i'm out yeah no like it's just that <laughs> one level but the rest How of it honestly Brad is no, it's not really too long. You're like, none, probably none like eight percent of the game. <laughs> yeah, I think like ninety percent of the game is that one level, but the rest of it's good. Um, no, but no, but basically, Bradley, but that ten percent is for... Ice Gandalf. Yeah, I, I, I literally, yeah. I've been so on the fence about this. I don't know what yeah. to wait for it to go down in price. I, I, don't I would just get it now. I would say, I mean, just because you always are looking for co-op games, if you, I know you've probably got a list of them, but but it's definitely one that I would put high on the list of co-op games that I've certainly played in a long time um i i thought it was fantastic and if you like haze like if you like um a way out mm-hmm. it's a hundred percent it's it's brilliant is I, it the same I, sort I of art style or is it different it's because it's because they're it's cartoony, um, dolls. It's cartoony it? yeah. so it's because they're like um animated characters basically or they're like little dolls that have been so, so, they look really strange in a way out's graphics yeah. <laughs> so so um, are they operating on different engines then or um, no. I don't know actually. Yeah, they, might, they might be the same. Yeah, I'm not sure, but just but yeah, basically, basically, like I say, it's not mm. overly long. But my god, was it enjoyable? I loved, I loved it from start to finish, and we had a right laugh as well. Like just, just one of them things. Like it's just good. If, if like, especially, it would be good to play with friends still. Like, because I'm actually planning on replaying it with um with Zach at some point. Um, just because okay. I, I don't care about being the girl. Who's gonna play as the girl? Well, well, yeah. I would play the girl because I played the <laughs> boy last time, so I want different. As well. And also yeah, see, I was like, ah, because I'll probably play as the guy. And yeah, but this is the thing. thing. But I wanted to be <laughs> the knight. <laughs> well, Just do a ro- role reversal, Brad. Well, no, but this, but this is the thing. Is that that's, why I think, that's why I think I'd play it twice, because um, I would play it from her point of view this time, so that I got all the different stuff I didn't have last time. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, so it definitely benefits playing it again. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you're just really that picky about it, just switch remotes for the level when you the, want the for, other thing, yeah. for the knight and the thing. But the mage was Alexa, pretty cool anyway. So yeah. the, <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you though, really quickly, there is one, I had one gripe with it. Um, and there's just one gripe with it. Apart and from that the gardening. Is, apart from the gardening, but, but there's one like thing that just, it was only a little thing, but it did bug me. Um, so it might be different if you're actually playing on separate consoles with like the buddy pass, but we were playing split screen. Um, you can't like, I sit on the left hand side and cool sits on the right. 
you can't flip the screens over and the guy's screen is on the right and the girl's has to be on the left. Oh, so we were, we're playing, the same. Yeah. So we so were, we're playing. We, yeah. So we were playing, watching the opposite sides of the screen. And I was like, surely there's a setting to change this. And I looked and there's not. And I was like, oh, that is so irritating. We're probably going to have it loaded on two things right next. Yeah. To so it might be. Yeah, so, can't you just <laughs> like swap sides on the bed though? Yeah, we could, but it no, was, but, no. but the difference is, is like I'm no matter what I'm doing, I'm always used to looking on that side. So so the fact that I had to look across myself was just alien to me. That's um, that's such a little quality yeah, of life thing just, that you should be able switch. to do. Yeah, just yeah. flip the sides. Um, um, Chris, because yeah. you wanted to know, both are in the same engine. They're both Unreal Engine oh, Four. Oh, cool. Just different art styles. Yeah. But so, yeah, so I like stuff like that. I think I love it when you see two games that look like completely differently, Different and they're like, no, no. Oh, I'm real engine, engine four. It's just insane. It's, there's oh, yeah. so many games in that. There's it's so much ridiculous. variety, isn't there? Like, yeah. But yeah, so that was my uh, brief little review on uh, It Takes Two. I loved the game. I loved the experience, and I think anyone who wants a, a couple, we'll definitely play it at some point. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. But yeah. yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's made me want yeah. to play it more. It is definitely worth playing. But yeah, go on. Anyway, moving on. Who's next? I believe I am next. <laughs> Time to take it on back to uh, to Outriders. I'm gonna I'm gonna hobble onto this. I like how we <laughs> yo-yoed back and forth between Outriders. And yeah, stuff. it's just I'm, like it's the current thing. It's topical, you know. I am and, gonna um, latch onto this review, you know. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fine. So I have Little finished Gremlin. Um, Outriders. It's I would say the campaign is actually quite good. I think for what it is, these types of games normally have very disappointing underwhelming stories that really do not matter i actually thought the 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 story itself was kind of um, very basic but very good i think it was executed really well i think the actual i played as as a male character um and i thought one his voice actor did a fantastic job and two the lines were actually really kind of funny and interesting Mm -hmm. at the same time i don't know what it was but i found the game quite quite borderlandsy in a way but much more kind of dry like it, it was the way he would kind of deliver the lines i thought he was he, i thought it was really good for what it was that like i would literally sit there and listen to him whereas normally in carp experiences it's very much a case of if you don't grab the you know the player's attention you'll just kind of talk mm-hmm. over it because yeah. it's a carp game you know you're sitting there just playing with your friends or playing yeah you're here for the gameplay exactly you're here especially in a looter action adventure game yeah. like this you're not here for the story but there were so many cutscenes that i would sit and i'd listen and i would just be so intrigued and i would actually just like want to hear what he has to say and there were so many lines that i thought were just so witty and fun and yeah. it's not afraid to to just like kill people and just be like oh, okay this person's now dead and you're like oh okay i thought they were going to be a big part of the story that's fine like <laughs> and it's it's yeah. very much just like it keeps you on your toes. It's not like, oh, it's very static. You know what every cutscene's going to be. Can I, can, be can I just like... add on to that really quickly? Because it, and I will keep it spoiler free. Um, but you know, you just said about characters that just die, and yeah. you're just not expecting it. Do you, uh, you know exactly what I mean, right? At the start, near the start, like opening sort of, you know, little bit into the game, um, with the the um, the guy in the bunker with the sniper. Because you know exactly what I mean with the woman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what? I was literally yeah. just like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. That just happened. Exactly. And you're yeah. just sitting there. And then like the lines you deliver, some of them are a little bit cheesy, but some yeah. of them are like, oh, yeah. some it's of them are fun. Cheap. And like, I love it. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was. I just thought it took that like 
dark sense of humor and did it in a really good way. But like I said, mm-hmm. I play the male character. I don't know how the female character delivers our lines. Alexa played this out, but I always have my volume louder, so I can't actually hear <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and I really like my guy. Drowned out. For that reason. Yeah. So I thought overall the kind of campaign, the characters and stuff, they were really good. I thought like uh, going into it, I expected it to be, uh, like I said, a campaign that I was not interested in at all. And it was just literally there for the gameplay. Mm-hmm. But I was happily surprised with that. So that aside, all of the kind of the campaign, the side quests and stuff, they're already good. And then the thing about these types of games is it is all about the end game. So have you gotten to end game, Jack? No. I'm not going to spoil it. No. But okay. So when you do get to end game, um, mm-hmm. being as spoiler free as possible, you basically just get um, lots of missions, as you'd expect, that uh, the way it runs is they are essentially timed trials. So you, right. you won't have played any of these missions before. Um, they're not really story-driven. They're basically just kind of like kill things missions. Get loot. Um, right. Yeah, kill things. And then the faster you do it, you get awarded a, a medal. So you'll get kind of, you know, if you, if you get... The, the, each mission will have its own kind of timings, obviously, because every mission is different for how many enemies they throw at you and types of things um, and the types of objectives you need to do as you go through it. But yeah, so that's like the spoiler-free version because there is kind of a story behind it, um, but I don't want to say that. So I hate this. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a really fun idea. Um, and it's not. And it's not. And the reason being is... Because the pure concept of a timed um, trial is ridiculous in the type of game that it like mm-hmm. kind of advertises itself to be. You know, you've got these games um, like The Division Two, like kind of Destiny in a way that are very much kind of you can play on your own or you know you can squad up, and the whole point is you don't really have classes. I mean, you're meant to be in Destiny, but all three classes are very much like damage dealing classes. Um, and Outriders was meant to be a, a game with classes. It was four classes. You had, um, you know, the, the Pyromancer, who's kind of very squishy, but deals a lot of damage. You've got the Technomancer, which was meant to be kind of like, um, is quite capable, but is kind of like a healer. Um, and we, we very, very much love class-based gameplay, you know, being kind of people that play, yep. as we say, card games and stuff. So I picked the Devastator and I went for the full tank build and I am unkillable. And she went for the full healer build on the Tenomancer. And especially with her heals, I am literally unkillable. But the thing is, I don't do much damage. And these time trials are ridiculously stupid for these builds. So we literally cannot do these time trials and get any sort of medals without, you know, without completely rebuilding ourselves. And this is what I hate about it. You, you've kind of advertised yourself as this really heavily like class-based gameplay. Mm-hmm. And then you've said, but the only way you're going to be able to get the best loot, because that's the idea is that with each yeah, tier, yeah. so if you get like a gold, you get like a really, a much higher chance of getting a legendary. Um, and obviously like, and you get a much higher chance of it mm-hmm. and, and obviously rares as well. So, so it goes up these tiers and it, it gets to that point where you literally, you're sitting there and you're like, well, this build does not work at all. And you have to rebuild everything. You have to redo all of your mods. You have to do everything. And then you go in, you're like a little glass cannon. And that's the, yeah. the way the game wants you to play. Yeah. Everybody's the same. doesn't matter what class you picked. You're trying to do as much damage as possible. And you've got nothing in your own health. Um, and I think that's so stupid from their mm-hmm. part. why why would you give us four options for classes and then say because the other problem is is that the ability builds are almost all of them useless 
and oh, only right. the builds w- that rotate around guns because guns have 100% uptime whereas abilities yeah. have cooldowns only the gun builds are ever very viable That's so basically if you play the pyromancer trickster or um the technomancer you'll all use if you want to play at these highest levels you'll all use the the gun damage builds which is right. like you have twisted rounds on the trickster yeah. Um, yeah. blighted rounds and and the for ash rounds or the fire rounds i can't remember what they're called but basically you will just run off of that and you will have all of your things running off of that and i literally i played the devastator as i said and it is by far the weakest class at end game and there's actually i, I was going to do it as a news piece but i didn't want to do it because i wanted to talk about it in the review there's actually a bunch of news going around at the minute because devastators are being kicked out of Endgame. So you can find people online, obviously, and you need to have people. That's the other thing, is yeah, if you try yeah. and go in on your own, you know, because they don't scale it. It's no, all no, done really. so that you have to have a squad. And I kind of get that, because they wanted to do that kind of like, sort of MMO kind of dungeon <laughs> yeah. vibe. But at the same time, you know, I'm like, oh, I want to be the tank for the squad. And it's like, no, 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 you want to be the DPS. And it's like, okay, well, what's that person going to be? No, they're also the DPS. Okay, what about that? You're all the, the DPS. DPS. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and, and so it's really sad I right now. I am the Sith. Because I'm at a point where literally, no matter what I do, the Devastator doesn't have any sort of gun. Like They have a gun damage build, but they don't have any sort of rounds. So right. no matter what, the Devastator will always be weaker than every other class because they're meant to be because of the tank. Yeah. But they're literally being kicked out of people's games. So we've been trying <laughs> to do stuff and we wait for people to join our game and people will leave because they'll see I'm a devastator. And they're like, nah. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, he's nah. bad at like, the game. I just want to play the game. And it's like, no, but you picked devastator. That's really sad. You thought, you you thought this would be a class based. You thought this would be balanced. And the funniest thing is, is I went online and I wanted to see if everybody else kind of was in agreement. And they are. I haven't found one person that likes the idea of time trials. And I've seen one person that has posted on Reddit this massive list. And he said, these are the patch notes we were hoping for. And it is phenomenal. I was like, this guy should work for him. <laughs> he is so good. Because he's, he's done everything so well. He's tweaked things. He said like, this should be slightly buffed, but this shouldn't like be touched. And the one of the main things that he kind of proposed was no time trials, because that's ridiculous, and do it based on deaths. Because that was cool. the kind of strategic I, gameplay. I, yeah. I love that, that so much because more then than time trials. Yeah, exactly. You have this idea of rather than everybody being these glass cannons trying to get it through as quick as possible, yeah. you have this idea of we need a tank because if we don't have a tank, we're probably going to die a lot, which means we won't get gold. Yeah. And I was like, this guy. Great, some more so balanced smart. experience, doesn't it? Yeah. So he was like, if you die like less than two times, you get like a gold. If you die more than two times and like less than four, you get like a silver and like so on. And I was like, That's really that, that encourages so team play better. as well. Exactly. Yeah, it, does. it encourages and also don't run to off be by yourself because you'll die. Yeah. yeah. But what else does it do? Because I was like analyzing this because I get so frustrated. I was like, what else does it do for people can fly? It makes the longevity of Endgame so much higher because you're taking yeah. things slowly. Yeah. You're not trying to spam uh, through as quick as and possible. A ga- and a game like that lives and dies on the Endgame, really. Exactly. Like, and like, yeah. it's, it's just so frustrating because I love Outriders and I am slightly addicted because I keep going back even though it frustrates the hell out of me. And I keep rebuilding and trying different things knowing that no matter what I do, I'll either be like so weak with my build that i'll die on like one hit and still not do that much damage or i'll just be a tank doing no damage and maybe, will never get like, a gold or anywhere you, near a gold do you think you have the willpower to wait for a patch bradley that's literally my problem at the minute it's like 
I will I will definitely wait for the patch and it will come, but it's it's a case of I still want to play it in between and we so, we've continuously gone back to it. And you can do it, you can slowly grind your way through. Um but the idea is it's it's so broken in terms of yeah, you, you've got this idea of if you don't do it fast enough, you don't get the good loot. But then if you don't get the good loot, you can't upgrade and do it fast enough. So you literally have got no, whereas, like I said, if you do this like strategic gameplay, we play it really slow. We play it really well. Why are we not rewarded? Because we literally, we can finish these things, but just because we don't do it under a certain time, we don't get very good loot at all. So like if I'm on my tank build, we will literally be guaranteed to do it because like I play really well on that tank build and Mm -hmm. we'll take maybe like half an hour to do what they were like, Oh, it's gold in 10 minutes. And I'm like, yes, but that's so ridiculous and then you've yeah. got like people quitting halfway through and you're like well now we're definitely not going to finish it in time and so, it's just so frustrating and i'm just like people so, can fly please because i love so, this so, game please i was gonna say so please. aside from because obviously we spoke a lot about end game but aside yeah. from end game you love the game oh you, the best game love- like the actual the gameplay loop yeah. is so addicting it's they make you feel like a god at points mm-hmm. and yeah it, it, they really just set out to achieve that feeling and and then they do it but then when you get to this this point it's you just kind of stagnate and you're like i want to play it but at the same time i can't it just feels like i'm going nowhere as as someone who hasn't reached end game Mm. yet i need to just give you my my insight on on the game i i absolutely love it as well i find it so addictive um, is, and I do it? think it's they do a good so... job at making you feel like this absolute weapon. Um, but <laughs> there is a there is a catch to that for me, um, and that is that I don't know if it's different because you've probably played most of it together. Yeah, we um, played the whole thing. Together, yeah. Well, sorry. it's I've found that at parts it's really hard to play on your own. Like I've like unless you're willing to drop the tier the world tears down, it becomes near on impossible. Yeah. Like I I've I've you played have it, to play really yeah, well I've, on your own. Yeah, well I've played it like I didn't realise as well until a little bit of time. Because there's no scaling throughout the well, whole game. This is the thing is that I I, oh, really? I realized that yeah. into the game that the the game wants you to play like a tank like they want you to just go and be a no they, they, they want you to play as a team yeah the yeah, whole yeah. Game. but what i mean is like with your individual abilities they want you to just oh yeah like with heal the through system, everything they, yeah, well, yeah. yeah because like the healing system works on kills doesn't it or depending on what if you yeah, have for, seven, for tricks yeah so it, in, it encourages me to just cause an absolute path of destruction and mm-hmm. get all the healing bonuses from it because there's no other healing and when you're on your own and you've got no other support, that becomes near on impossible at points because mm-hmm. it's like, I have to get all of the Trix's abilities are close range. So I'm like, I have to get close to, mm-hmm. I have to go right into the carnage to do the damage. And yeah. then I have, okay, I've got abilities that can zip me out. But the time that it takes me to zip back out, I lost all the health I just gained from the kills. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, like, I know what you mean. Like, I had a really easy time, but that was like, like I said, I played like full tank build. Yeah, and, and this is the thing is like and I'm I've, the healer. So, so I've played I've played a tiny bit of it with Zach, um, right. because he's got it, and Did we really enjoyed that, like the difference. Oh, I loved yeah. it. Like I was enjoying it so much more. Like and I love it enough on my own to play it. But like I'll be honest. So before I come on the podcast, I was I loaded it up, and obviously I was just like I'll load it off my own, just carry on. Um, and the bit in the game that I'm at at the moment, I just literally. But the, the, my problem is I'm too stubborn because. I could just go, let me just lower the world tier and just do this mission. Literally, I'm the but same. I can't do it. I 
can't, because I'm like, if I lower the world tier, then the loot I'm going to get as a reward is not going to be what it should have been. I did and it I'm like, once in the entire game. I lowered the yeah. world tier. Do you yeah. know what it was? Go on. The final boss. I'm oh, not really? joking. It would have taken us like four hours otherwise. Really? Just so, the, the lack of damage you can do on, so, on that guy. Well, so this is the thing. <laughs> nah, not doing it. <laughs> so this is the thing. I was like, I don't want to lower the world tier because I know then that the loot I'm going to get is not as rewarding as what it should have been. Yeah, so I'm like, I'll just pain. keep doing it. So I was like, I'll just keep doing it. But then when I did a bit that, so I went back and played from where Zach was near the beginning and just was like, obviously my stuff was higher level anyway, but I was like, I wasn't too yeah. far ahead. So it wasn't ridiculous. And even then, I was like, they up the difficulty when there's more of you anyway. Like they up the chaos anyway. So it still kind of balances itself. Do they but, actually? Because I haven't yeah, noticed so, any difference. So they, I read this thing saying that they up the amount of enemies they throw at you and stuff. Oh, on, okay. So um, it's not on, the actual like difficulty. No, difficulty, it's but just they there's up a few more the enemies. Of, right. Yeah, because there's two of you. But even so, I was like, I've, I, a boss battle that we did, me and Zach just absolutely blitzed it. And then I was like, I know I've got better gear, but at the same time, when I was on my own, like this took me four or five goes. And not only four or five goes, but it also took me, like, I really struggled. Like, I was concentrating, like, you wouldn't believe trying to deal this you damage. Would, you were sweating. Absolute, like, yeah, I was sweating. If Chris, you played on our was. team, you would yeah. have a field day. Yeah, but this is got, the thing. You got a yeah. healer and a guy that literally just stands there yeah, saying, shoot the, me, please. Yeah. And this is the thing. Because <laughs> the more people around me, the more damage I do. You, you would the, just have such a nice time me. on our game. That's why I wanted to play it. That's why I do want to play it with um, like a team because Once I know I'd enjoy it. Crossplay, I will cross 100% play through the campaign yeah, again. Yeah. And this is the I thing is it. that I'm loving the campaign. I love the about to say I'd join and then I realized, oh no, it's three people, isn't it? Oh well, yeah. <coughs> well, well. Have you even started it, Chris? I played the tutorial. Who did you pick? I went or... for the Technomancer. Oh really? Yeah. What build oh, you do you think? I don't know yet. Do, to mean, be fair though, you haven't cut yourself off. Technomancer is still very powerful. So I mean, I just went for it because I really like the Technomancer game. So I was like, yeah. And then I knew, <laughs> I know you went for the Devastator and Jack. Yeah, don't pick around. it. Don't pick it. I mean, We're literally a laughing. There's so many memes online of us. Like the thing I would have picked, but yeah, I someone described be... it as the most doom class, and I was like, oh well, because <laughs> you literally just like split enemies in half by running. Yeah, so this is. Slayer. But yeah, so this is my that 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 is my that's my issue with it because I'm playing alone. There's times where it becomes really frustrating, and like I say, if I yeah, wasn't you, stubborn, I would just lower just... the world tier. Um, I mean, I just to be fair, I, I would say you could lower it. Because at the end of the day, it won't matter until you get to the end of the game what world tier you were on. And then even right. then, like the max world tier adds, uh, go, so it goes to the max level is 30 and it will take yeah. you to 42 is the max gear you can get at world tier 15. But then right. if once you start end game, it just keeps going up. So it really doesn't like matter right. with, with the world tiers because you'll still earn world. I might, I might just lower a it lot slightly. of people yeah, when they're playing say. solo will just lower it and and just progress that way just to enjoy the campaign yeah. and then we'll deal with it. Yeah, because like there's parts where I'm really really grafting. I'm exactly. Then it's not worth it because I hate like... bullet sponges and it's just like 
That's what, yeah. and that's literally what Endgame is for and us like, now. And it's like, that's why. But, the, but that's there. kind of the thing. That's kind of the thing as well is that like, I'm getting better gear and I'm like, yes, this is awesome, this bit of gear. But right? it doesn't and, then, and then I'm like, like and the enemies it, yeah. are just 10 times tougher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, literally what I was saying. So like, it's just yeah. this point. It feels like almost like a double-edged sword, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Because it's like, oh, they've got this sick gun and this great armor and it's like, and it's doing no damage. Do you know the saddest thing I said a few days ago because I realized the game is the most fun within the first maybe like after the first hour or two i would say that's where the game's most yeah. fun once yeah, you have yeah. all three of your abilities you're about yeah. level five yeah you're on world tier like one or two i think that is where it's most fun and you're blitzing mm. through enemies you're making people just explode into nothingness yeah, and you feel like a beast yeah and then it's just like world tears and you're like me you just can't put it down no. and and then it just becomes this grind and I don't know. Like, it, like, it's like, I, I obviously, like I say, I don't know, obviously, what it's like with your abilities, but like with me, it was like the, um, the anomaly blade, like the main ability of the trickster, the first one you get. Like, yeah. at the start of the game, in like the first opening hours, no matter what enemy it was, that slice is going to like explode them into little pieces. And now I like, I slice like a grunt with it. And, I'm like, <laughs> and it doesn't do half damage. And I'm like, it doesn't do half the health. I've got like, like oh. damage boosts and it won't even do like a fifth of their health. Yeah, like, and I'm like, my, my, mine's always the, I, the rock form, I call yeah yeah it's, i know it's it is, yeah. gravity leap yeah i literally i i forget it's an ability because i use it so often because yeah alexa was like what's your favorite ability and i was like oh, i really like this and i was like oh wait i forgot this is even a thing because i literally have never taken it yeah, off yeah. yeah i was like i thought it was just part of the game <laughs> Like, but yeah, yeah. So, but yeah uh, i mean i'm nothing. loving it too but i do need to i like, i do need to just, i would suggest just putting it down and just enjoying it and then yeah, worrying about it when you get to end but it's, it's i think for me it was because like i'm like because my as I've played, my gear has just gone higher and higher level, and I'm just watching it go up and up and up, and loving every time I pick something more higher yeah. gear up. I'm just waiting for something legendary or whatever, and waiting for like some like. Then I'm like, if I lower the world tier, am I just going to keep finding? You won't. Around? No, that's the other thing. You won't find any legendary. Right. You won't find like, you any. Mean, you'll get them in yeah. like when you go up a world tier, you'll eventually start. You know, they give you right. a gun. Yeah, yeah. You'll eventually get them. Yeah, Literally, yeah. I have no idea what the point of that drop rate is. I've not found a single legendary in my whole playthrough in the right. main through campaign. Just, so just I would not worry about um, actually like worry yeah, like yeah. trying to get legendaries. Focus on getting like epic gear and stuff. Because um, when you when you start playing it like like playing it a bit more and done past the tutorial. Mm. then let me know and i'll come back and join your world and then i'll just play through it whatever world here you're at so yeah. you'll just blitz through it yeah i'll just help you because you'll keep going up levels while i just uh, i just sit comfortably what um, um what level are you check uh my ca- what character level yeah um so the last what the last um, ability unlock is is it level 22 is it something like that 23 maybe I, i'm i think i'm 19 what did that <laughs> that what? was such a weird like train of thought like when's the last because i know because i know like, i was 22 23 behind. yeah, yeah i'm 19 <laughs> yeah because i knew i was a couple behind it and uh, okay. i couldn't remember what level it was but yeah i think you've I'm got 19. ways to go yet yeah i know oh. uh, but that's what i mean but the thing is you got to remember is that because it keeps frustrating me as well yeah, i would i would take breaks from it because i don't think yeah. you get any xp change depending right. on the tier right so i would just drop the tier enjoy it or you know wait till you play with someone because we yeah. never dropped the tier, like I said, to the very, very last boss, because he was just ridiculous. And I imagine it, you would do the same if, yeah, like, if you're stay, if you're staying on the the hard path of keeping your tier, you will hundred percent do it. He's unkillable. He's unkillable. <laughs> like, if I went back now, I'd be fine. Because, like I said, he's forty two, and I've got level forty eight gear now. Just, 
just quickly, last thing I'll say. Um, so the boss battle I just did, the latest one, yeah, um, was Moloch oh. on the, in the trenches yeah. after Trench Town. Yeah. Think how that was on my own, Bradley. Think yeah. about how that boss battle went. I literally, I, I, uh, would ju- I can't was probably... my way through that fight. <laughs> and I had, right. I had all so, my three abilities. So, like, stunning Moloch, <laughs> flexing on Moloch. <laughs> and the, the um, so, so what I'm going to say chris for me it's so he's um he's got the powers like you have right um yeah. but the the way it works which actually is quite a cool system the more you use your abilities on them like the more frequently you use your ability the more they become immune to it so the quicker they do they build resistance to your effects so mm. if you continue to spam yeah so if you the continue to spam <laughs> your ability trying to do loads of damage you end up just becoming well it just becomes pointless because then you're going to do no damage to them and then you're going to have to use your gun more than anything so you're better off using it like less frequently and um i was on my own and he can kill you in, well, at the point I was at, he could kill me in two hits. If he hit me clean with two things, I was dead. Yeah, and, something's wrong there, Jack. <laughs> yeah. No, like, you know, like this, you know, the oh, um, solar no, blast. I, I can't deal with stuff like yeah. that. Like, yeah, that the solar blast mental, could literally, Jack. one could knock me down and like knock like half my health. And then the other one could kill me um, if he got me again before I regen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and bear in mind, Chris, I don't regenerate health unless I'm, unless I've got a weapon equipped that does health for damage or or unless I do damage at close range. So I had to get really close. And when I bear in mind, when I get close, he just does this swipe and just knocks me to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> the fight in itself, because I was so intense about getting in, getting out quickly and doing sh- shot damage and keep moving. I think that fight, that boss fight took me 20 minutes of just moving around, just avoiding his attacks. Oh, that's, to not, bad. that's not too bad. It probably took I was us expecting that together. Oh, Flexing on so Moloch till he dies. I was expecting yeah. you to be like, it took me one hour. No, it wasn't that bad, but it was. Uh, it did feel like a long process. Oh, did, um, you're talking about that. We we were doing one of the um, the end game stuff, and we were 40 minutes in, oh and then God. and then the servers went offline. Oh no! That's and you worse. literally get nothing because you oh, don't get no. any loot yeah, until yeah. the end, and because it cut off, it didn't count us as even failing it. So we got oh, literally nothing for 40 minutes, and oh, I was wow. like, I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> 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 just crying in the corner of the room like it just is so stupid what, what did alexa say she's like fine with these types of things she's like oh it's okay she's like stop being a baby and get back in the battle stop being a puss <laughs> yeah <laughs> get back in soldier <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah God. oh Ugh. But yeah, anyway, yeah, so Outriders mixed. Yeah, there is a grind there, but it is definitely a fun game. Especially um, yeah, now. that's there's, the thing. There's one question I've got though, Bradley. Um, yes. Because obviously I really wanted to play, um, which is on the Game Pass, which you talked about before, um, which was one of your reviews. Um, is it From the Ashes? Remnant. Remnant, Remnant is way ashes. better. Oh, okay, cool. Because I was, I because they're so similar. I, no, I really yeah. wanted to get your take on so, what one is better. Like, well, it depends what you want. I think, like, for me, Remnant is better. Remnant is I an see. actual, like, balanced carb experience where it's not about kind of grindy, like, doing loads of damage, loot, and, and, and doing all that type of stuff. It's, it's more about kind of, like, tactical gameplay with your friends. Oh, yeah. Um, but, again, it's very more, much more, like, Dark Souls-y. So, yeah. See, more I challenging. Did you know I played it? Did you know oh, did I you? played Remnant? No, I yeah. didn't. 
I just couldn't get into it. I, just, I, I mean, again, probably because I was on my own. Probably because I again, I yeah. Help, you, I, I would say you definitely would want to play with someone. Yeah. You know, get, I did get a gun you like. Yeah, and... I did like the opening sort of. I did quite a bit like to after the start, like after the initial opening. But then I just all of a sudden I was just like. I think because I'm on my own, I just can't, just can't love it. Yeah. Like if I had a team with me, I'd probably be like, actually, this is really fun. But um, so if I was going to describe it, I would say Outriders has more fun gameplay. Yeah, it's meant yeah, to yeah. just literally, I remember just loading up Outriders for the first time of the day. And you're just like, this game is so fun. Yeah, like I'm just you just start blitz my way. teleporting yeah, yeah. around and smacking people up. Yeah. Um, it's mindless in a way. Yeah, yeah. But, remnant for me was was a better experience overall i i, I think that was just such a it was everything that i kind of wanted as a like a shooter souls like um and and just the co-op was so good in in remnant but yeah it just depends what you want but they are comparable so i can see where you kind of like brought that in but i would i would still recommend remnant i've had much more fun over i think it was just a more balanced experience and it actually catered to playing co-op rather than like like i could be playing with anyone um, in the end game and that's what kind of bugs me is there's no need for that kind of co-op and coordination yeah because uh, it's yeah. like we should all be doing super damage and it's like blitz and everything whereas i wanted it to kind of be like as opposed to like bradley goes up the center soaks everyone yeah, up alexa literally. stays on the balcony like, she heals and in the campaign because we were taking it at our own pace and we you know it was still quite a struggle because we we're playing on high world tiers it was a case of i was using like the big reflect bullet shield and i was like right i'll stand here you snipe these guys and i'd just stand there with the shield up and i'd be like right three two one right move go to cover and i would actually play it like that even though we didn't really need to i would never use cover i would tell her to go because she <laughs> it's quite weak and i was just like i i don't use cover she's but, a little petal yeah and i was like i played it like that because it made it more fun for me whereas mm-hmm. this is like such a you've got 10 minutes go and there's like three billion enemies you're like yeah <laughs> three and it doesn't feel like three billion is an exaggeration either does it no it really doesn't feel like that especially when you see like seven captains come out at once yeah and you're like okay. oh god come on you're like seven mini bosses and they're just like all spamming you this down. is they've a very got, bad they've all got that blue resistance already just... jack this is a really bad army if <laughs> no there's just stones. two grunts to seven captains it, oh it's it's awful like sometimes you just like literally we would play through them and we would both get tired like physically tired and yeah we, at the end we would be like are you tired and it's like yeah i'm just knackered and i said it's just too it's too hectic it's it's too much like you don't need that no. kind of frenetic game yeah, 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 yeah. you want it to be more calm and paced and you're actually planning your abilities rather than me just like spam, spam, spam. spamming buttons. Like, yeah. yeah, literally. I'm just like clicking keys all the time because I'm like, and just spamming headshots. Like, you know, I literally, you'd have to go and so you would use both of your guns, max ammo, and then have to run and go and refill it Restock. to come yeah, back yeah, for yeah. one mini boss who's yeah. still just standing there shooting you. And you're like, yeah. can I just go now? <laughs> it's like, no, do you want the loot or not? But uh, I, I really hope they make some changes. They, you know, the only thing they've done so far, which again has really disappointed me, is they've decided to nerf the gun builds around the three different round types I told you about, as if that's yeah. going to make the game more fun. <laughs> so it just like, made it harder, if anything. Yeah, exactly. What do we do when everybody just spams the gun builds? Mm, we nerf them. Rather than buffing other things, they've decided to nerf everything that's good i don't get why <laughs> game devs do that every now and then instead of like, oh let's adjust some things let's try to make everything viable they're like 
that's exactly. the only thing people like, are doing. Just nerf, nerf it that. to the ground. <laughs> yeah. And I just, oh, I'm really upset. And I'm just like, I'm salty because I love the game and I want to play it. And it just hurts every time I go on there and I just get drained. <laughs> yeah, I reckon, I reckon it, your best bet is to wait for some patches. Hopefully they change it. And then maybe you guys can go back to like, that's what I'd do if I was you. I'd leave it because it sounds like you just get frustrated with it, you know? At least I would. It's all yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's when all the it's the cult people that see me and leave. It's just heartbreaking. They're like, nope, <laughs> take nope, one and then just leave the party. It's just like I'm not that bad. <laughs> I'm good. I've just got a stupid class, please. <laughs> that sounds cool on paper. Yeah. It does, and it is cool, and it would be cool in a team setting. He'd be almost essential for like a, a you know to have it as a tank. Yeah, um, but no, to funnel the enemies too. Yeah, game game developers don't care about the. You know, I do feel like them. tanks get shafted in most games, though. We do. Where it's just like, it in concept, it's a really good idea. But then, like... In it, practice, it just pra- does not pay yeah. off. Yeah. It's like, you will never get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. You'll be nigh unkillable, but you will also be unable to kill anything. <laughs> Enjoy the benefits of immortality, if you call them that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, I think we should finally move on. I will move go on, on all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to do a review, but um, I know that what I was going to talk about, I was going to go on for for quite a while. <laughs> so in interest of not making this episode three hours long, <laughs> uh, I've decided to just do my quiz. Uh, and to be fair, my quiz was a follow on from my review. So the angle I'm going with this is the quiz is going to be a tease for my review next week. Is it? Okay. How do you like is that? It, is it about manual labouring? No, I'll, I'll do. I, I should. Uh, I should do one of those. I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll throw. We're gonna. We're gonna do warning to the listeners. Um, we're thinking about doing a mundane quiz. Just one week. Just bit of slice of yeah. life. Slice of life. Slice of life. I mean, I'm. I'm intrigued. What is it? What is it? Okay. I can't figure it out. Um, well, I was going to talk about Elder Scrolls Online. Ah. Oh. So uh, I was going to do a 2021 uh, review, like a retrospective. Um, okay. But obviously, I, I don't want to I don't want to rush myself with that. So um, I'm just going to do the quiz. And so this will be a little bit of a tease um, for next week's episode. So if you enjoy the quiz, you can look forward to my review of Elder Scrolls Online next week. <laughs> you know. Cool. Um, but we'll go straight into it. So I've I've gone like I've gone like law nerd aficionado. Like I've gone like since I got back in Elder Scrolls Online, I've like I like I don't know become a basement dweller again. And like <laughs> my mind has just been filled with abstract lore of a made up fantasy universe right, to the point where like I'm starting to forget real world history, and then all oh, I can remember is emerge like, it. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, Do you remember in Tamriel? <laughs> in Mundus. Chris, I mean, Tamriel is not a real place. <laughs> no, it's, it's, um, oh, um, what's it, uh, the elves call it Dawn's Beauty, Tamriel. Oh. There you go. You're like, um, there you go. Fun fact number one. Anyway, so this, is so this, this, the quiz? this is a very Nick. <laughs> No, this is a very Nick Beardian quiz. Like I'm saying, this this is full <laughs> in. Like if you like Elder Scrolls and and you're out there, you'll be like, yo, this is my quiz. <laughs> if you don't like Elder Scrolls and you're out there, maybe just like 
Learn, learn, some, learn some stuff. No, don't yeah, leave. If you didn't like Outriders or Elder Scrolls, this is not the This episode's <laughs> been absolutely pointless for you. Well, I feel like at <laughs> but this I'm glad point, you listened. At this point, people know what they're in for. If they're listening to this podcast, True. <laughs> unless they're new, unless they're new and they're like, what the hell is going but on? But why, if they were new, why would they start episode 35? <laughs> I'd do that. If I listen to a podcast, I'd tend to start Just with do the latest ones. ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's, let's, let's smash this out. So, I'm really interested if Bradley knows this one. And I'm actually really interested if Alexa knows this one as well. Can I, I, can I call her? Can I phone a friend? You can call her, yeah. You can. Phone a friend. Because you told me she's a massive ESO fan, fan girl. Yeah, but I don't know how much of like a lore. Like she loves like playing the games. Because I've always thought the lore <laughs> she's is not got the actual like, lore. The actual like, <laughs> I've said, I think I've said this in podcast before. The actual world building and the actual books and all the stuff within elder scrolls stories in those is almost so so more interesting than the actual main plots a lot of the time <laughs> so it always I can't tell whether mind. that's an insult to the developers or no it's like not a compliment because, because they've made this fantastic world that is bizarrely there's so much stuff in it that's more interesting than the actual main plots yeah because like the main plots are like oh stop an invasion oh kill some dragons and then they're like and then there's like just books and books about the horrific era the first era the and it's like all this crazy mental like there's a legion of warriors will shout and run around and fight dragons and and it's like, oh can i play that game and they're like nah play skyrim mate <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can i play that game <laughs> but anyway on to the quiz so uh, question number one um who are the dwemer so um your options are option a elder scrolls is dwarfs option b deep elves or option c robot boys from the future i uh, surely not <laughs> sure, sure crazy not. Stuff. I mean, Jack's going to struggle with this because uh, I don't think you've ever played an Elder Scrolls game, have you? <laughs> I've played Elder Scrolls online um, for about oh, five yeah. minutes. And you didn't listen Oof. to anything. That's <laughs> I was going to say, skip, I skipped. Skip, I'm skip, pretty sure skip, I played with you, Chris. Make my right? character yeah, yeah, skip, yeah, skip, yeah. skip. It was me, you, and Zach. Yeah. Uh, no, me, you, and Bigwood. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. running it's, around. Just like... It's um, it's it's. I mean, I'll talk about it in my review, but it's ten times better than it was when we played it, Jack. It's come a long ah. way. But anyway, um, yeah. So, what do you Go, reckon, Jack? Elder Scrolls Dwarves, Deep Elves, or Robot Boys from the Future? Uh, not the second one. B. Deep Elves. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but yeah. Okay, Bradley. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the. Dwarves. Elder Scrolls is dwarfs. Oh, yeah. What did 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 Alexa give you the head nod for that, or did she? No, I, I just did that one because I always remember what. That, like, I know there's robots, but I swear that the dwarves. There's robots. robots. Yeah, yeah. There's robots, Jack. There's, the there's steampunk, like mechanical, yeah, mechanical. Uh, but I don't. I didn't think have that centurions. The would, was just the robots. I thought that they were the dwarves as well. Right, so this is this is what I this is what one of the facts I love about Elder Scrolls Law. There are no dwarves. What? There's yes. no. There, it's you the only wrong. fantasy setting that does not have dwarves. So they're called the Dwemers, and they're called dwarves, but they were they're actually elves. They're actually the deep elves. Oh Ooh. my God! Guess who was right? Well done, Jack. Yeah. So I've that's the thing. A lot they, more Elder Scrolls than you they, think. 
<laughs> they you know um branched off from the elves and that's the joke in elder scrolls in that the dwarves are actually elves nice and they're no just idea. elves that chose to live underground and evolved differently and then built robots and like they were insanely clever and then they like you know told all you the never gods see to go in like Skyrim, no because they they um, see the robots. they all vanished um centuries ago in in the lore um, because yeah. they spurned the gods of the u- the universe, mm-hmm. as, you um, do. as you do, yeah. Um, so question number two, but I always loved that because when I was a kid playing Oblivion, I always thought they were dwarves, and it's only yeah. when I played Skyrim that they're like, oh no, they're the deep hell. <laughs> no, mine was I played Skyrim and I was like, these look like dwarven stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is intentional. That is the joke in that, like, right. It's like from a development aspect, they are dwarves, but they're actually elves. Okay. You know, it's kind of that they have a lot of fun with it, and I—that's something that I've always thought was really cool about the Elder mm-hmm. Scrolls universe. It's like, yeah, and I just love it for like dwarven fans who are like real, real really pissed off because they're like, no, 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 <laughs> there are dwarves, but they're actually elves. <laughs> anyway, egg dwarves. Um, question two: How many species of elves are there? So option There's A is at least one. Option A is three. Option B is ten. And option C is none. Skyrim belongs to the Nords. <laughs> that sounds quite convincing. <laughs> now you just told me there's details. That's, that's so. what, that's, there's, a, there's NPCs that just uh, like racist Nords who run around Skyrim. And every now and then you'll get in, you encounter a bandit and he'll just go, Skyrim belongs to the Nords. And he'll try and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. Um, so what are the options? What are the options? Uh, so your options are three, three, ten, or none. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go all out and say ten. Ooh. I'm gonna go with ten too. Oh, okay, cool. No, I ten two is not an option. You, you, <laughs> ten or two. You've but. both got um got it right, so there's ten. Um, I know there's... that because I know the three, and then you said deep, and then I was like, oh wait, there's also like the farmer and stuff. Yeah. So um, I will give you an extra point. <laughs> If you can name, no, um, <laughs> he's gonna catch me. Wait, so, so you got, so you got high elves. Yeah, so the Ultima, which are the high elves. Yeah, the Wood Elves, the Wood Elves, the Bosma. Yeah, the Dark Elves, the Dunma. Yeah, the the Deep Elves, as you said, the Dwemer. Yeah, the Deep Elves, and the Falma, the Falma. Yeah, which is the Wood, uh, the Snow Elves. So that's five. I'm, I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm uh, come on, I'm so so can you think of anything else that has myrrh in it so most of them have myrrh in their name um but you've got five out of ten so far bradley is there that anything else point. coming to you i mean you do you have beaten jack but that's not exactly hard because poor jack would <laughs> <laughs> have no idea would he uh, i'll give you the other five then so you get the extra point bradley so you and jack are now yes. even you've both got two points each um yeah but I will so so the ten that I can name. So you've got the Ultima, which are the High Elves, the Dunma, which are the Dark Elves, the Dwemer, which are the Deep Elves. You've got the Awesoma, which is the Orcs, because they are Elves. They are corrupted oh, Elves. I wouldn't have got that. Yeah, I they were. That they're still Elves. They followed an Elven god called Trinamac, who was killed by a Daedric god, and then sounds like a rapper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and then they became you know mutated from the um and became the prior folk so but they are technically still an elven race cool 
Um, then you've got the Falmer, which you said, which are the snow elves. Um, the Aelids, which are the wild elves. The Aelids are the elves that inhabited where the Imperials live. Okay. At the heart of, uh, yeah, the Dorani, which are the, um, they're kind of similar to high elves. They lived in High Rock, where the Bretons are. They're the reason mm-hmm. the Bretons exist, because they, you know, interbred with the humans. Um, then you have the Malma. <laughs> so the Malma are the sea elves. So these guys live on like a tropical island and they're crazy and they're always trying to kill the high elves and they have like <laughs> silver skin and like some of them are like serpents. It's really weird. Nice. Um, and then the last race, which might surprise you, Bradley, is the Khajiit. No, no, yeah. that's, a, that's a liar. No, no, it's true. They're Elder, not elves. Elder Scrolls Online confirmed it with the clan mother's creation story. Azura, one of the Daedric goddesses, um, took the what? elves and made the Khajiit. But don't they have their own subspecies? Yeah, so... sound generally hurt. But the, the thing is... I, like, oh, Khajiit, Jack. They're just tiger people. I love Khajiit. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, they're really yeah. cool. They've got pointy Zag. ears as well. And there's, there's a really funny story of... There's a guy in the lore called Pelinor Whitestrike who was basically like... He just massacred elves... And um, he, he, yeah, like he just, like he was like part of the human rebellion, but he just like killed like loads and loads of elves. And he comes across a Khajiit caravan, like the first time they meet the Khajiit. And they're like, no, no, look, we're not elves, we're Khajiit. And he's like, mm, got pointy ears though, aren't you? Don't trust it. And he, he kills them all. But it's just really funny. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, like, no, 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 we're Khajiit. And he's like, mm, pointy ears. You're an elf. <laughs> and then he just like kills them all. <laughs> uh, and that's the Elf Scrolls lore is just so funny. It's just like dark humor at times. It's amazing. Um, so number three, who are the needs? So your options here are A, a bunch of nerds. B, the original humans on Tamriel. Or C, the ancestor gods. I'm going to go B, straight off the bat. Straight off the I'm gonna go with C. Ah, so Jack is correct. The Needs were the original uh, humans on Tamriel. They were enslaved by the elves, um, and uh, they are what eventually becomes the Imperials. Down the line. Can we just talk about the fact that I'm going three for three? Hey, I just make it interesting. (laughs) Also, I don't know any of this stuff. (laughs) I played Skyrim on a very base level. I I was like, you're learning. I hope, I, hope, I hope you're learning interesting stuff. So, yeah. who is the Daedric Lord of Revolution and Change? And your options are oh, A, Molag Bao, B, Mephrun's Dagon, or C, Shagorath. So, see, I know all of these, but I don't know what they're for. <laughs> <laughs> I remember their quest lines and everything, but I don't remember what they're can, for. Can you cancel anyone out? I think I can cancel one out. What one is that, Bradley? I'm not saying because then Jack. You, you can go first this time, Bradley. <laughs> so it's the Daedric Lord of Revolution and Change. And what are the options? So option A, Molog Bao. Option B, Mephrun's Dagon. Or option C, Shagorath. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Mayrun's Dagon. Mm-hmm. I'll make it interesting. I'm going to go with. B. That was B. That was oh. B. <laughs> well then, in that case, I'm not going to go with B. I'm going to go with C. Okay, so um, 
I'm interested to see how you got to that, Bradley, because you are right. It is Mefrin Stagon. Yeah, uh, so I knew it wasn't Molag Bell. Yeah, he's like Lord of Domination. He? He's like uh, yeah, he's like the angry one. I remember that. Yeah, he. So he's so Molag Bell is the Lord of Domination um, and Dark Creatures because he made the vampires. Um, mm-hmm. Mefrin's Dagon, Lord of Revolution and Change, uh, the main antagonist of Oblivion, uh, Elder Scrolls um, for Oblivion. Um, and then Shagorath is the mad god, the laughing god, uh, who you meet had a in, you meet in solitude in the castle. And he's like, ah, you found my boy. Ah, it's Uriel Septon. He's like got a weird <laughs> Irish accent and he's just a mentalist. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just kind of like did it by, you know, ruling him out. Deduction. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has a dagger, doesn't he? In Yes. I mean, he's this massive, like, four-armed red demigod No, I mean, man. In, in Skyrim, don't you start his quest by getting the dagger? Yeah, yeah, from... no, I'm saying, but I'm saying he's this massive red-armed giant four-armed demon man who's, like, 50 foot tall, and his Daedric artifact's like a little dagger. Oh. And I just <laughs> I think it's mean. hilarious. It's like, you have all these Daedric guys who are like, my artifact's a great sword, and he's like, yeah, got, got a little dagger. I got this dagger, mate. Revolution. <laughs> Uh, um, but you know a lot of them are symbolic as opposed to like because you can assassinate yeah. someone with that and that would bring change and revolution and stuff I guess smart yeah um, and then uh, so option five uh, so you're, you're drawing now aren't you this is the decider mm-hmm. nice so option five who were the founders of the Longhouse Empire and your options are A the Nords option B the Imperials or option C the Reachmen The Longhouse Empire. Yeah. Mm. Jack is an even playing field for this one. <laughs> and what was? It's an even so, playing field. Yeah. I've never heard of this thing. Jack's just like, what are the Nords? What are the Imperials? <laughs> yeah, yeah to be fair, it's slightly yeah. uneven, but I have no idea what the question is. Longhouse so, founders of the Longhouse Empire, you've got the Nords, the Imperials, or the Reachmen. What are you going for, Jack? The 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 uh same again what the lords <laughs> imperials are reachmen the reachmen okay i'll go with the imperials just to make it interesting boom jack takes the quiz takes the cake oh, yes i knew it the i knew it would be because it would have been too obvious to be the imperials because of the empire yeah i mean that's one of the most interesting aspects um of uh, eso law that um i don't know if you remember the reachmen from skyrim bradley no, I've never heard you of know, them. Do you know? In Markarth, the crazy guys who wear like linen cloth and there's the Briar Hearts, the guys who have their like chest ripped open and have the weird like hearts with the Hag Ravens. Ring any bells? Sort of. Vaguely. Sort of. So these guys were like all over like uh, three or four provinces. And when the like Second Imperial Empire collapses, they basically just swoop in and take over. And for like 40 years, these like crazy barbarians are just in charge and everyone's like, what the hell is going on? And I just <laughs> think that's a really fun concept. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jack wins the quiz. So if you have any questions nice. about Elder Scrolls, Jack is Coach the law Jack. master of the pod. He knows everything. Yeah. He'll talk you through the Morefic era. Like, you know, this guy, he's a genius. This guy right here knows everything about Elder Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh. never even played it. We we should he's get you a little, we'll, we'll get you a little crown, little yeah. crown, little uh, little um. I wonder if like Jack. there's 
I wonder if there's like any like pod listeners who are like serious fans of it. Yeah. That like of um, Elder Scrolls that I've really upset by guessing my way through that. Well, well, the funny thing is a lot of it, I've like, I, I simplified a lot of the law. So, um, Oh, thanks for making me feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I did it basically law for dummies. Because it's, <laughs> yeah. um, cause, and you know, then you guessed your way through that. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's like, it's quite in depth. Um, yeah. Uh, so like, like might like a lot of fantasy like i'd say elder scrolls is probably one of the most in-depth fantasy mm. universes out there because mm-hmm. it's been going on for like 30 40 years it started mm-hmm. as a dungeons and dragons game between bethesda stuff and then they were like oh we're having a load of fun why don't we just make our own thing yeah <laughs> um which is really cool and awesome and i would say it's a far better designed universe than dungeons and dragons because dungeons Ooh. and dragons is kind of just like let's just Quite make a, shot. a fantasy and just like it's kind of like just i mean it's amazing because it it, it that and tolkien allow, laid the foundations for modern fantasy right but yeah. with elder scrolls you have all these amazing writers who've been on it for like 20 30 years um who have just like it's like similar to like you know Tolkien like they've mapped everything out like from you know from like you know 3,000 years of history and they've gone this happens this happens this happens this happens this happens and every game they've expanded upon that timeline right and added more in and removed stuff and like it's just it's mad like you you as you probably imagine you can get lost in a rabbit hole of lore Mm -hmm. um, very easily yeah um, and it's very interesting. Um, and like I say, but then the problem you have is I'm like, oh, I want a game like here. And they're like, no, 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 no. That would be far too difficult and far too complicated. We just, oh, we just do, you, you just <laughs> random, random last Dragonborn, you kill some dragons, okay? Don't ask questions, <laughs> go. Um, so, and stuff like that. But yeah, so um, uh, that's a little tease. I will talk about my thoughts on Elder Scrolls Online next week. Um, I won't mm-hmm. be going on too long because it's just a retrospective. It's just like, I'll talk about my thoughts on the game, uh, how much it's changed and stuff. But apart from that, uh, has anyone got anything else to add for this week's episode? I think Any closing thoughts? A skeggy. <laughs> skeggy. skeggy. <laughs> I like that word. Um, using it. Skeggy. It's yourself. If you don't like, if you don't. You'll be like, if you'll you be in like school and there'll be kids misbehaving like and you'll be like, don't let me send you to Skeggy. <laughs> back to Skeggy. <laughs> do, do you want to be eaten by the lizard men? I'll send you to Skeggy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the gulag. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like the gulag. <laughs> it's like their world's gulag. Oh, that's funny. That's... <laughs> That's Your brother's not lost yet. He has a chance in the skeggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, anyway. anyway, on that note, I think we should end the episode there. Yeah. Okay, guys, we'll, yeah. we'll see you all next week. See you next week. See you later. 